talk is money, honey. All we talk is money. All we talk is money. It's like bees to the honey. The sauce cast, baby. Welcome, 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 welcome to the sauce cast here on Dietainment, the number one channel in the world for entrepreneurs. This is the sauce cast, the sexiest, clearly take a look, wide shot, sexiest financial show in the world. This is where finance meets romance. I'm your host, Adam Sazic. That's what we call it. The sauce cast. Some things are just kind of, you know, obvious. Some things are kind of obvious. We're here for one reason, one reason only to help you guys out there get paid, laid, laid, laid and, and do it your way. We got Natalia back in the house. She I'm missed, back. She missed last show. <laughs> I'm she okay. had a little something, something she was dealing with. I had a tummy ache. I was worried about you. It turned out it was a tummy ache. I'm okay. Uh, I'm back. I'm here to read the chats. I know you guys missed my butchered yeah. reading and my energy, so I'm back. Make sure you guys give us some good super chats and subscribe. Take a second. Yep. Subscribe to the channel, like the video, share the video. We've got a great panel lined up and some interesting topics I'm very excited to talk about. So Thanks, Nat. Take it away. Well, Malik did a great job of filling in for you last week. He waited till the end of the show to let me know to read the Super Chats. He's like, I was like, I told you to let me know. He's like, I did. I go, at what point? He goes, yeah, you weren't looking at me. I go, get my attention. And then he goes, time for the chats. Just, he's too cool, bro. Anyway. It's okay. We're getting Malik a little, a little too much camera time right now. I love it. Um, but welcome. This is your first time being here watching Sauscast on Valuetainment. Uh, and to our continued loyal... Subscribers. Sub subs, friends, amigos, compadres, welcome back to the show. Um, today's going to be somewhat of a continuation of what we did last show. Because yes. this shit is wild out here, what's going on with this guy, Russell Brand. Yes. Because the story keeps unraveling okay and i feel like this is a good whether you know about the story or don't know about the story or feel some type of way i feel like it's a, it's a larger conversation of what is going on in society today if you don't like what somebody's saying cancel them character assassination i don't know i don't agree ali you've dealt with this a little bit recently we'll talk about that um but at the end of the day this is a financial podcast and one of the things I always say follow the money baby anytime someone gets canceled anytime something's going on all right is it because they didn't like what they had to say or they're obnoxious or is there a larger force at play here are there deeper storylines here and one thing can always be true follow the money baby yes uh you know what what the locks say back in the day money power respect was I also Lil Kim I don't know if any rap fans out here <laughs> Um, first you get the money, then you get the power, then you get the respect. That was also Scarface, I want to say. Mm. But the point is this. It's all kind of intertwined with the money, the power, and even some of the disrespect that's going on out there. Mm. Uh, here's some of the topics we're going to be covering today. You know what we do. We're going to be running around the place. We're going to be asking a lot of questions. We're going to have a lot of fun. But for sure, we're going to be bringing a lot of value and some of that attainment to you guys at home. So, uh, obviously, I talked about Russell Brand. He got demonetized on YouTube. Not guilty, just accusations demonetized. By the way, to our friends at YouTube, we love you. We appreciate you. We're on YouTube Live right now. Yay. Um, but sort of weird what's going on. My other friends, Fresh and Fit, got demonetized. Is this stuff justified or not? Mm -hmm. I'm asking the question for public perspective. I'm not making a statement. I'm asking questions. So to the YouTube people out there, just know I'm just questioning, not making any um, definitive statements. Uh, we'll also talk about the rise of streaming, and is that some of the reason that someone that, that um, 
Russell Brand is getting canceled and other people are getting canceled. Uh, masculinity, feminism, some, some red pill content creators have been in the news today. Um, Joe Rogan dating. Will women date people that are fans of Joe Rogan? Um, believe all women. Maybe, maybe not. We'll talk about that. Ali Ray, we'll have a little conversation of what's going on with you these days. And just for fun, we'll talk about dating. Why men are expected to pay in the club. Oh, yeah. Always. <laughs> Always. I've never seen a girl say, oh, the bottles, let me throw it out. No. I don't even bring my card. There it is. <laughs> Gentlemen. And if we have time, we'll talk about how men treat tens versus how they treat twos. Oh. Uh, those are some of the conversations we're going to be having today. I appreciate you guys all being here. Um, let's meet our lovely audience. You know, as I say in life, uh, most of the places you go, you know, ladies first. Yeah. Ladies first. Hey, let me hold the door for the ladies. How you doing? Ladies first. Not on this show, because we only have one man on the show, and the men come first around here. Okay. Believe all men on the Sazcast. I love it. So King Dre's here, dating coach. Thank you. Dating coach, life coach, captain, save a bro. I've seen your show. I've seen your clips. You're cool. This is the first time I've maybe seen your eyes, bro. You got sunglasses yeah. on usually. <laughs> yeah. Who do people tell you look like? I don't want to say. Uh, ja Rule. Ja Rule. High school. Oh. A lot. Ja Rule in high school. Yeah, high school. I'm gotcha. So Jorge, turn him ja up a little bit. He's got that smooth, you know. I used to get Ja Rule a lot. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't care. I didn't see Have you gotten any that you liked? I don't like to be compared to any man. Really. Gotcha. Fair yeah, enough. So. Fair enough. All right. Don't go there, Nat. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, Dre, tell us your story. How, you do coaching, you do dating advice, you uh, do content. Yeah, coaching, uh, dating advice, strategizing, helping men out of the gutter. Um, a lot going on that's not publicized, um, and a lot of men are going through a lot dealing with women, and I kind of help them through that. Are you married? Well, uh, no. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. No. Now, you asking for yourself or? No, I'm just asking because when <laughs> people give dating and, and coaching advice, I always like to understand is it coming from a place of I'm married or I'm divorced or I'm single? I just like to no, know the perspective. No, I've been there, been there, been okay. through it, um, been out in the field. So I think a lot of men, society, men are the backbone of society. And if men are weak from relationships, society is going to be weak. And so that's why I do what I do to kind of help men up from that. What was the tipping point where, like, what did you do before you started doing content? Um, running around dating women. Yeah. Uh, but I'm yeah. saying for work. Oh, I had a furniture business. You had a yeah, furniture business. Are furniture. you still doing yes. that? No, no, I do this So at what time. point you're like, all right, I'm doing the furniture business. And all right, cool. I see what's going on out there. You said you've been doing it five years. Yeah. Something's going on out there. So it's 2023 now. So you're talking 2018, the, me, the height of the Me Too movement. That's 2017-ish. Mm -hmm. Um, culture wars, Donald Trump's president at this point, you know, women marches. I was, I was dealing with a, a woman, and the guy that she was leaving, I felt bad for him. Oh. And, yeah, I kind of, I, she didn't do him dirty, but I felt like if he knew what I knew, he wouldn't be going through that. So um, she would be telling me about him, and he was perfect on paper, whereas at the time I wasn't really perfect on paper. Mm -hmm. uh, so, Hold but on, I back had up. Yeah. The, the dude was perfect <laughs> on paper. The dude... The girl that you were dating, she was, she was leaving him. him for you. Not necessarily for me. I knew her forever. Gotcha. So you know how you have these women that you, you, know, you date around, but then they go on relationships, you leave them alone, they get out of relationships with their guys, and then you hook yeah. back up. It was that type of thing. But I've always been that guy for her. Gotcha. And so um, I, for some reason, I felt bad. And I was like, well, maybe if 
he knew what I knew, he wouldn't go through this. And so I just made a YouTube video, my first YouTube video, and it's been super interesting yeah. because you're like boyfriend number two. Yeah. That was that pleasure, Pete. <laughs> but they you're, were you're hearing up. these conversations, yeah. and like on one hand, like think being selfish, you're like, yeah, back to you know hitting it again, yeah. whatever. But being selfless, you're like, hold on, what's going on here? Yeah. Like you're leaving this dude. And he's actually a good dude from what you understand. And I was at the time I was struggling. Like, but I had to, really? you know what they call the sauce. So but I was struggling. Oh, well, sauce guys, ladies and gentlemen. Gotcha. Um So what was I, that guy's problem? What did he have no sauce? Basically. He ah. had the money, he had the the credit, the had no carpet, riz, had no charisma. Nothing. Was he too much of a nice guy? Yes. Damn. Nice guys finished yes. last. Most Damn. men, you ever read the book No More Mr. Nice? Wow. No, no, never, never, nice never read that one. But um, yeah, that's something to to look into. So I said, if I if maybe if he knew what I knew, um, he wouldn't be going through that. I started to feel real bad for him when she would tell me about. Did how, you ever reach out to that guy? Yeah. No. Dude, that'd no. have been amazing. Hey, brother, listen. No. <laughs> this is what that conversation would sound oh, like. Sorry. Hey, brother, uh, I'm with your girl right now. Yeah. And I'm reaching out to you, cause I feel for you, bro. You're not getting her back, dog. I'm mm -hmm. just letting you know. She's here with me right now, but. Moving forward, this is my advice for you. He'd be like, what? Like, I'm not like, yo, bro, I'm banging your girl. I'm like, I, I have advice for you. Yeah. If, let's just pretend I'm that dude. What would your advice to, like, I'm that guy, Will, whatever his name is. What would you have told me? Uh, you you got to keep yourself out of sub, uh, a subservient position. He was basically. Um, he was a bitch. Basically. Damn. I don't want to disrespect him because he kind of, you know. Uh, well, his girl already disrespected yeah. him, so just put the chair but on he, top. But he was, he was, the, the, the gist, he was, you know, put himself in a subservient position. And I don't think women are designed to be pillars yeah. for weak men. Question on this guy. Was he paying the majority of the bills? All of the bills. All yeah. of the bills? And he was the bitch? Yeah, but it, it's not like she didn't work or nothing like that. But he just, you know, he made a decent amount of money. If he so. was your best friend. Like, best friend. Like, yo, dog, this is the deal. What would you have said to your best friend about this situation? Right. Stand up for yourself and, and, and take control. But how would you have said it? Like, this is your best... You wouldn't be like, hey, the, the you need to stand that up I for made, yourself. You guys, listen, mother... The, the video that I made, and it was yeah. specifically to him. It didn't... A lot of people didn't see it because it was my first video. Yeah. But she would tell me how he would... She's going to hate me for this. Um, she would tell me how he would just, like eat her out and she would just make her she would just make him eat her out he she wasn't allowed he wasn't allowed to touch her she had got to that point with him she was just like oh he, i just let him eat me out yeah. and so the first video i made my first video i made was uh you have to stop eating women out my jesus christ <laughs> you just have to stop let it go well there's something called reciprocity y'all you know <sighs> what goes around comes around justin timberlake taught us that so like you know uh, you know, scratch my back, I scratch your back. You know, the funny thing about my back I, is it's located yeah. on my cock. We all know that joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Superbad. Yeah. No, no, all right. It's Jonah Hill, guys. Did that hey, affect how but, you dated her after, though? I did didn't, you look I, at her different? Not really different because I, I knew, like I knew, like I, you kind of know how the game go. I didn't look at, she wasn't wrong for not being attracted to somebody or mm -hmm. being okay. with a man that she didn't want to be with. She's not wrong for leaving him. But a lot of women have this thing to where it's like, oh, well, they meet a guy, the spark is not there, and they feel like, well, I'll grow into it. And that was her thing, like, I'll grow into it. And it never really works out that way. Got and it. they'll even tell the guys, hey, you know, it's not, I'm not really feeling it like that. But the guy's like, okay, whatever, we can work on that. And mm. 
tomorrow never comes. So, yeah. um, you know, they were together for about respect. five or six years. So, If your girl does not disrespect you, yeah. you're done, skis. Um, mm -hmm. Final piece of advice before we meet the panel. Most of the guys you deal with, you said that it's like mid-aged white guys, regular, like guys, younger yes. black guys, college students. Yeah. Is there seem to be a common theme that is plaguing men, and what yes. would that be? They don't know that they're rebounds. Um, so, you know, a woman will... everyone? Yeah, but if, you, if you're you not careful... Rebounds? Yeah, a yeah. lot of guys don't know that they're being used to get over the next guy. And so, oh. you know, let's say a woman is with me for five years, and she goes off and dates some guy when we break up or I cheat on her, whatever the case may be. Yeah. I, I have control over her. I have influence over her. I've ha I have her heart. So you dated her for five years. I dated her for five years. Right. So a guy like me, I will always have access to that. Right. right. So a lot of these guys get with women after they get out of situations. And then two or three months later, it's like, oh, she's ghosting me or she's sabotaging the relationship. What happened? It's the ex-boyfriend. It's the baby daddy. That's so you're saying the most that they, they meet these girls. They're hot. They're great. They're and they awesome. They start. They, they go, go all in. in. They go too strong. They go too strong. And they don't realize that, that somebody the main dude from five years ago can call her at any second. Any second. So it's, what's the defense mechanism of something like that? Just take your time. Take your time. Slow play it. I have a buddy that time. like uh, always tells me, just slow roll it, bro. Just slow roll it. it when most most women that you go meet are dealing with somebody else. No most, doubt, Dre. The hotter they are. Dina, you have a man these days? No. I've okay. never had a man, remember? I'm still delusional over that one dude. <laughs> That's the wrong question. Okay. <laughs> she, she, she asks if they got a man, they say, do you have a husband or boyfriend? Are you dealing with somebody? Are you, are you fucking no, somebody? No, I have somebody. no options right now. You have fucking what? somebody, are you? I don't have any options, no options. that I'm exercising Ali, you're married. Yep. Your husband's here. He's over there just like... What? Yeah. He's a stud. <laughs> Minnesota. Kaylin, not Kaylin. You, you in a relationship right now? Yes, I have a boyfriend. You have a boyfriend. Four years. Gotcha. No ring. Oh, so cute. Uh -oh. No yeah. ring. Uh -oh. No ring. Was that a? Was that, a <laughs> was that like a public calling him out? <laughs> That's crazy. No. All right. Let them know. They're All gonna right. find. Kato? Yes, I have. You're a dealing boyfriend. with somebody right now. I have a boyfriend. Dealing with somebody right dealing now. Somebody. That's the ticket. So when so when you get her number, right? Yeah. She's not gonna tell you. You know, mm. you ask her if I got a man, she's gonna tell you no. So your question is dealing with somebody. Yes. Do you are you emotionally involved with anybody? Or can you, you say are you in a situationship right now? Situation. No, because they'll, they'll lie about being in a relationship. Yeah, they. But they'll still lie though. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. So just slow down. Just slow okay. down and don't go balls to the wall. Respect to you and uh, keep doing what you're doing for men. Appreciate Let's meet it. the rest of our panel, um, and we'll get into the show. So Ali's back. Ali. Ali Ray. Hi. Um, you've been on the show. I want to say twice. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to encapsulate your story from what I remember. Perfect. Okay? Because it's been several months since I've seen you. Mm -hmm. During COVID, nurse, beautiful girl, married, kids. I met your kids. Yeah. You, whether it was because of COVID or not, I don't know, you started doing OnlyFans. Mm -hmm. Okay? To make more money. Yeah, my husband was working for Delta Airlines. He had been there many, many years. And right. so they were furloughed during COVID. And so, you know, it's just something we started messing around with. It wasn't like, it wasn't my OnlyFans, it was ours from the beginning. Gotcha. It was an ours. Yeah. Amazing. And some people at the hospital found out. They kind of started kind of doxing you, I guess is mm -hmm. the term. Uh, the hospital came to you with sort of a, 
You can either stay working here or quit OnlyFans. Ultimatum. Yep. You chose. I chose to leave at that point because their reasoning was that I had caused such a distraction on the unit when it really didn't matter at that point if I had deleted it. Um, mm -hmm. The damage was done. Mm -hmm. It was run rampant through their unit. Um, it was a really, really difficult time for me. I talk about it so freely now on podcasts, yeah. but looking back when I put myself in that position, it was it was horrible. You know, I also was getting my I graduated with my doctorate the same month that they were telling me to leave. So it was like, here I am about to really, really expand my career and go to that next level. But yet I'm making crap ton of money on OnlyFans. I didn't not need to be there. Mm -hmm. And then they're giving me this ultimatum. So I guess I'm the perfect example of getting canceled and making lemonade out of lemons because I knew that moment I made that decision, we were like, okay. Mm -hmm. We're gonna do it now. I'm gonna do it big, and we're gonna we're gonna go all out. And I wanted to make sure that that decision was very well worth it at that point. Um, so yeah, it was it was a very difficult time. So you know, we've already had this conversation multiple yeah. times. And, you know, you I, you were on New York Post. It was a big story. Uh, so we're not breaking any news here. This has been sort of the bio yeah. with you. But what is interesting? You talk about you know making uh, lemonade out of lemons and getting canceled. But you know, you guys have been doing your thing. Uh, publicly so, on OnlyFans, making a killing, doing your thing. Uh, but I saw you were in the news again this week. It's college football season. We see that Deion Sanders is everywhere, and Miami, Miami Hurricanes are kicking some ass. And you live in Tampa, but I know you're from Minnesota. Yeah, go, I'm Minnesota. Everything. You're a Gopher fan through and through. My mom's from Minnesota. I was just oh, there for July 4th. Nice. Uh, but I'm a Miami Hurricane fan, for the record. <laughs> but I'm just scrolling through the news like I normally do. And I see Allie Ray's face. I'm like, what Allie do now? <laughs> They're always writing And something. all of a sudden, I see this article right here where former nurse turned adult star, which only fan star, furious as college football team unintentionally blocks her. Now, mm. I'm going to let you explain, but here's what I understand. After years of wearing their merchandise, hosting ticket giveaways, and, and trying to get the Gophers some exposure, uh, which they're not a top 10, top 25 team, Rarely ever. Um, she was blocked by the team's Twitter page. Ali said that just last year I was denied services by numerous CPAs and financial advisors due to my line of work. Now I'm clearly being discriminated against again as a fan of my own team for having OnlyFans. When will this stop? So what happened? Why did they ban you? I'd love to understand, like, do you, th Dre, like, weigh in? Do you think someone like this should be banned? Should, do you think it should be hard? For her to promote the team, we'll get to that in a sec, but yeah. what exactly happened and uh, what's the resolution now? I mean, now? I'm not just your, like, there's a lot of people that are just fans. I'm a, like a very public fan of the yeah. Minnesota You're Gophers. like a booster. Yeah, hockey and football. I mean, like, my entire Twitter is pretty much Gophers. I mean, that's literally what I do and talk about. So this hurt. I was very bitter about it. Um, so basically, I had went to go for home opener for football. I had announced that I was going weeks pr prior. The media obviously started writing stories about it, that Ali Ray would be there. I knew that was going to bring some attention. Um, I didn't think it would be bad. I mean, it's a great thing for, mm -hmm. you know, for the program. And so when I went there, there was a lot of attention on me, um, and people knew that I was going to be there. But after I left, I didn't have any problems there. Everybody was great. When I left, I came home, and I think I was going to post something and go to tag. And I realized I was blocked by the gophers. And I was like, that's like a physical thing someone had to do. You have to right. like block. And I'm like, why would they do this? 
So I made a little PSA about it. Like, I cannot believe they would block me. I didn't post anything inappropriate. I never mm -hmm. tagged them in something inappropriate. I've always done very well at trying to keep, mm -hmm. you know, my... What was the most inappropriate outfit you ever wore with a Minnesota Gophers outfit <laughs> that you posted online? I did not tag the Gophers, but I did have pasty M's on me. I did make okay. one to it, but that was from a totally separate account, so I knew it was nothing to do yeah, with Yeah, but that. you don't work for the school. No. They don't, I, do they pay you anything? Uh, no, absolutely. Do they ever give you free tickets? No, I buy, I buy tickets for all so my community. So you don't owe them shit. No, I don't. You're and giving I, them free publicity. One hundred percent. Okay. And so, got it. what was wonderful though is as soon as I had a, you know did this PSA, they had blocked me. Well, the community was like so livid, and I I've never seen such a roar of people like, how dare you block Kelly Ray? Oh. And it, it was amazing to see everyone come forth. They actually, they're I have contacts at the Gophers and. They said their PR offices were flooded with with people calling, asking for statements from them on why they blocked me. Mm. Um, a Scottish Scottish Times ended up getting a phone call back from them where they told him it was an unintentional, it was an accident. The person didn't know that was Ali Ray. So, mm. for me, like I'm not I'm not gonna play victim. I did that obviously the whole first year of my you know when I was canceled as a nurse. It wasn't about that. I was truly upset because I follow this team. I. I'm a huge advocate. I love, you know, buying tickets for my community. Like I said, like I do nothing, but I travel, I see them on the road. Um, and so then within 24 hours, they had unblocked me. And mm. so I am unblocked. But I do believe had they not got the flood of attention on it and there wouldn't have been press that was given to them because then they ran stories on it, mm -hmm. I would still be blocked. Like, right. there's no doubt about it. Mm -hmm. So it does open up a bigger conversation for what was the reasoning, whether it was intentional, whether it was an intern. Um, you know, the, the Minnesota took a lot of heat for doing that, but I, I fully support that program. And I would, you know, I didn't want people to, you know, ban the Gophers for that. I, you know, I certainly didn't want to bring negative attention. Yeah. So did you get unblocked? I am unblocked. Okay. Where's the pasties picture? That's on my backup Twitter. That's okay. how I knew it wasn't because of that. I put that on, a, not, yeah, on my backup Twitter. You brought it up. I was yeah. This Twitter, I tend to keep more safe for work. So gotcha. I said, no, that looks that pretty. Um, that was, that's the worst they've probably ever seen in my feed. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Uh, one more question. Um, you know, we have all types of women on the show, right? I say for a man to make it on the show, we just had this conversation, like you neither, either need to be a millionaire or have a million subs, generally speaking. Like meaning you need to have done something significant, significant for, for you to have a voice. Yeah, that's because men are success objects and women are beauty objects. Now, women... Women can also have success and, and do things with their life and be great. That's awesome. They're, people are multifaceted. It's not like you're one, only one-dimensional. Just like men are more than money, they're also, as we talked about, riz and sauce and game and, 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 all, and looks and I'm sure that. But fundamentally, men are success objects. Women are beauty objects. Cool. Got it. So we have all types of women on the show. Dina's a comedian. Yes, sir. Matt went from the trash can to the to the show. Yes, I've She's that. out here. People believe that. I, when I found this girl, she was homeless, no penniless, shoeless, toothless. No, I wasn't. She out here now. These are my dominating. <laughs> She's the best. Uh, Kaylin, what do you do for work? Uh, I have a beauty business in Miami, and then I do UGC content for brands. So I do a lot of brand deals. Okay, so you're a branding expert, lovely lady, trying to get that ring. Trying to get more um, online instead of in person. Like, going to make mm -hmm. some um, online training courses. But also that it. ring. We'll see. Buddy. We'll he got see. called out. What's his name? His name is Jeff. 
Jeff. Jeff. Let's go. Kato, what do you do for work again, sweetheart? I am a fashion model. I am content creator. And I love to guide people in their spiritual life journey. Yes. And she's also a big advocate of yoga and yes. meditation and all that fun stuff. The point is this. We have all types of women, uh, including models, OnlyFans, the whole deal. So one of the things I've said to OnlyFans girls or women considering doing OnlyFans is the internet is undefeated. The internet is forever. Once it's out there, it's out there. You see Mia Khalifa these days. She hasn't done porn in like five years, ten years. If I want to see Mia Khalifa getting railed by three dudes, I'll find that shit. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. But she's out there. Or even the, the one girl that uh, Mike from uh, Logan Paul's podcast used to date, who was the big porn star. Malik, come on. You know this girl's name. Malik would know? <laughs> Whatever the girl's name is. She was like the number one uh, porn star. Abella Danger. Uh, not Abella Danger. There's uh, anyone? Lana Rhodes, there it is. Deli, shout out to my guy. Deli. Probably looking at it right He's now. Like, Her. I want to come in She's right out away. there trying to teach women how to be housewives. It's like, I just saw you get DP'd. Now you're teaching women how to be housewives. Well, here's my point. Once you go down that path, I, this is my opinion, come at me. That's it. Just keep going. Yeah. You've already made that decision. You've done it. People know. It's out there. Do you. Two of the girls are, it's my favorite girls on the show. Uh, Jamie and Emily, by the way, if you guys yes. are watching, I will text you back. I've been busy. My homies. Your homies. They've made a ton of money. Now they're transitioning to comedy. I said, I go, don't quit the OnlyFans thing. You've already done it. You've told everybody a million times you've done this. You're already going to be judged. So my point is this. You've been canceled, doubled canceled. You made a ton of money. You, the difference between you is you do this with your husband. Yeah, you know, I, a lot of guys like Dre, like you, you might like, I told a girl, like I found out she was doing OnlyFans after I was kind of hanging out with her. I was like, yeah, you're, you're recreational use only for me. Yes. Okay, like I'll, I'll keep hanging out with you, doing whatever. You're not going to be my wife, straight up. I can see up. that too because But here's my question to you. Decision. Here's my question to you. Um, women really have to understand what they're getting themselves into. I know a lot of girls who are 18, 19, 20 who are like, yeah, I really don't want to work. Mm -mm. This whole work thing and breaking your back 9 to 5, I'll just take some titty pics and be a millionaire. Uh, but that's short-term thinking. So your advice, two-part two question, uh, your advice to women who haven't done OnlyFans yet, mm -hmm. what should they understand? And for the girls that are already currently doing it, what's your advice to them? Uh, well, f for the girls that have not done OnlyFans, I totally agree with you at 18, 19, even I don't, 23, I don't think if you haven't really got to that place in life, like where you're either never going to be in a relate, like a committed relationship it's it's very risky because that is i don't want to say the word baggage but it is something you're going to bring into the next relationship you're going to have to probably tell them like i used to do only fans even if you quit and i think in my position it's so different because i already have my marriage i've been married 22 years i really had nothing to really risk this was my husband and i being like yolo let's let's just do it yeah. you know i, I don't really have I don't really care about people's opinions. I'm also a Well, that's why, I pre just to be clear, yeah. you're already married. You already have your man. So it's right. like, how many girls already have that? Very few. It's very So rare. I don't even want to go there. We've already had that discussion. I want to talk about the girls that don't have a man, yeah. don't have a husband, but would like that for the future. 
it's it's definitely a bigger decision than I think people make it out to be. And it's also very naive to think that you're just going to start an OnlyFans and make a million dollars because that's what you read in the news. It is very difficult, and most people don't. And regardless, not saying that that would be a bigger, you know, okay for the risk for someone who's never done it before. Like, oh, if it's worth it for the money-wise. But the reality is the chances of that type of success where you could have like, all right, well, fuck it, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it is what it is. Um, are very slim. So you're risking a lot. And then, of course, you don't really know what the rest of your life is going to look like and if that's going to fit into it or if it's going to be okay with the person that, you know, you do fall in love with, et cetera. So I definitely, you know, would advise more thought going into that than got jumping it. to it. As for... You've got, by the way, you've got two boys? Three boys. Three boys. Mm -hmm. Got it. Okay. You're going you're gonna to say something? I was going to say for the girls that are doing OnlyFans and you already have, um, one of the things that we've done is, you know, I am now the CEO of my own platform. I, I own Wet Space. Um, that was something that, you know, we wanted to do. We're taking the money that we're making on this and we're mm -hmm. making something else. There's an exit plan here. You know, this isn't something that we're going to do until we're 60. It's you're yeah. going to make a lot of money, then you do something good with it. So for the girls that are successful on OnlyFans, I would say that money may not last and you should definitely be investing and you should yeah. be preparing for a future without OnlyFans. Same fans. rules that you would give to an athlete. Absolutely. Like, yo, the NBA career, average NBA career last five years, average NFL career last three years. Like, you're going to get a knee right. blown out. Your titty's going to sag at some point, ladies and gentlemen. You know? So what's your backup plan? Last point with this. Uh, I met your sons. I, I, like, what's amazing about you guys is, like, I've met your family. Your husband's a stud. Like, you know, people will look at you like, oh, they're the devil. They do OnlyFans. <laughs> it's like, they're actually good people who are capitalizing, and you're capitalists. That's how I look mm -hmm. at this. I don't, I'm, not a, I'm not a judgmental person. I don't really give a shit. Um, but you also have kids. You have three boys. Yeah. What's the oldest? 20. He's almost 21, 20, and 14. Okay, so here's my question, because we'll talk about the 21-year-old. He comes home one day. Hey, Mom, I want you to meet my girl. We're engaged. Whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, her name's Sarah. Hey, Sarah, what do you do? I do OnlyFans. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, I also, I, I strip and do OnlyFans. Okay, I'm not saying those are exactly the same, but this is what Sarah does. Uh, what would you say to your 21-year-old son who's engaged or seriously dating that type of sex worker? What would you say to him? Um, if he was involved in the content making, there would be a bigger conversation there. Because, again, he is young, and I would think you, know, you are making a decision that can affect you the rest of your life that maybe you won't be comfortable with later. So that would be a conversation I would want to know, like, are you also participating in this OnlyFans? If not, would that help or hurt his chances of, of getting beat by mom? I just wouldn't. Like, it would be a better not, thing if he was participating or a worse thing? I would, I would want to have a conversation with him if he was considering participating. I would want to make sure he's aware of what's at risk. Okay. To me, as a mother, it would be like, I'm not going to say, oh, shame on you, but I would say, look, you do realize. Let's say he's not participating. He's not participating. He's dating a girl. He's just dating a sex worker. I don't, I wouldn't have an, much of an issue with just because I know boys and he, they go through women, they go through different girls and it's yeah, not Yeah, but he's serious. marrying this girl. Oh, he's marrying. He's engaged. It's a different story. Um, <laughs> I gotta think about that. It is, okay, I didn't get that far. It is a different situation. I'm not, yeah. it's hard. I, I honestly can't tell you what I would, what, I'd would, have to judge their relationship and how they are Would together. you be yeah. more, would this be more of a positive or negative thing in your eyes? I wouldn't want to see them start their life off together like that. I would okay. like to see them. I look at OnlyFans as it should not be your, like, just career goal. You know, I think, mm -hmm. you know, I have, a, we had careers prior to this. This is like, this is the, uh, this is a retirement, yeah, quote unquote. Yeah, I got you. So I wouldn't advise for anyone this to be your career goal. This is like 
great, get in it, make some money, do mm -hmm. what you got to do. But I would not want to see them start their marriage that way. I think it would take two strong people. I think the only reason it works with us is that there's an immense amount of trust. And yeah. I think that would be setting them up for a lot of issues for one, the maturity level at that age. To I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, decode what I just saw <laughs> and then I'm gonna let Dre and the ladies weigh in and we'll start the show. I understand complicitly your situation. You're already married. You have kids. It's COVID. You're a nurse. You said you got your doctorate. Mm -hmm. You're a full on professional. You dealt with some major issues at work where you had to go this route, but you're also married husband. You're thinking of your family. I would say that 99% of OnlyFans girls are not that. You're unique. You're an anomaly. Most girls are, you know, Caitlin's age, and how old are you? 28. 28, 24, 22, 20. They're hot. I got to make money. This is easy. You know, and I ask you, you know, your 21-year-old, he's going to get engaged to this girl. And, you know, you were like, I don't know. Right? You saw. I did. So the point is this. Even someone who works in the industry that I would say has credibility, like you started a business, you're married, you have family, feels some type of way about her own son dating a sex worker. Did I understand that correctly? Well, I wouldn't, even if it wasn't sex work, just something that's, in my opinion, something that can be so temporary or can be damaging for your future. Yeah. It's just that I wouldn't want to see something start off that way. I don't think a lot of relationships have the maturity to handle this. So yeah. regardless of, it's not just that she's a sex worker and I look at her different. It, I would say this to my own son. Like, I would rather you have backup plan, like have, a, have something in place first, and that can be extra. You know, it's mm -hmm. something I wouldn't want as your front running. And if that's what he's going to marry into, and then mm -hmm. likely he would become involved in that, and that's how they start the marriage. What happens five years from now when right. she doesn't want to do it anymore, and now... It's just com complicated. I just don't think it's, it's wise. Well, here's the thing with ladies, and then I'm going to actually ask the panel. In my opinion, women have two primary financial agencies, like how they make money or how they sustain life. One is their brain and one is their body. And it's very hard to do both. So, for instance, you were using your brain as a nurse. Mm -hmm. Now... Like most OnlyFans girls or whether you're a, you know, whether you're a cocktail waitress or a stripper or a blackjack dealer, you're, you're being sexualized and you're using your body as your primary agency. Mm -hmm. You know, you're, you obviously yeah. have to function as a brain to serve drinks. I'm not saying that. Yeah. But which direction do you want to go? Do you want to use your brain as your primary agency or your body? And the problem with the body thing is that it's fleeting and it's limiting and it's myopic and it's short term. Like you said, you got to have a backup plan, you got a retirement plan. Mm -hmm. And if the body's the only thing, uh, if you don't land a man uh, sooner rather than later, you're just going to be that washed up, used to be hot 40 year old who was a fill in the blank career. But if you, if you go with your brain, and, but you could also be beautiful. You could still be a nurse. You could still be a teacher. You can still be a yoga instructor. And you're not going to have the stigma that comes with the body thing. Dina, you're agreeing or you disagree? I agree with you, Sauce. Um, actually, there's something that she said. She was saying that um, 
you know, they're comfortable because they're married and they have children and it, the, the stigma of it, you know, doesn't affect their life anymore. Correct. I tend to disagree with that because they have children. Their children are their legacy. So as their boys grow up, those are things that are going to haunt their three boys for the rest of their lives, too. Because like you, you said, that? the Internet is forever. You know, so her 14 year old, I have a 14 year old, too, but I have a girl. Mm -hmm. So their 14 year old, I'm assuming he's like a freshman in high school. He has to go through four years of high school right now, which is such a, a tumultuous time for anybody. Right. Like we all remember what high school mm -hmm. was. So nobody's meaner than 14 year old boys. Exactly. Exactly. He has a private teacher. Um, yeah. <laughs> he's got what? He has a private teacher at home. So you're I putting mean, defense mechanisms in place to shield him from. That wasn't the main so, reason okay. why it's the school systems in general, gotcha. but that definitely Oh, helps. no, I agree with you. My, my daughter does do homeschool as well, but, you know, she does every other things. Like, she plays AAU volleyball. Like, if you plan on having a kid that socializes with other children, this mm -hmm. is something that's going to happen no matter what. So what's your question for Allie? Um, how, how is it that you see it as such a, a encompassed space? Like, you guys don't think that's going to affect your boy's legacy, like, moving forward? Well... The thing is, we have, we're very, very close with our children. We always have been. We don't have a lot of extended family. When this decision was made, we spoke to our older two boys, and we did talk with them, and we're pretty honest about what we were doing. Um, I was incredibly diligent in the beginning and very nervous about how this may affect them. And call it what you, what you want, but, I mean, I really spun more of a, not necessarily body positivity, but more of just like taking your own life into your hand and doing what you want to do with your life. And the thing is, it doesn't matter what you do, mm -hmm. people are going to have a problem with it. Um, and we have raised our boys to be the same. They're also very much in social media. They have very, very big TikToks. They're streamers. They're, they're also in the public eye. They understand that. So they're already dealing with stuff, not necessarily because of me. We don't commingle our stuff at all. Most people don't know. This is not my legal name. There's a lot of protections there. What? I've been calling you Allie for years. I don't even I feel go, like I've been lied to. I don't even go by my legal name. You feel so I deceived. I feel like I've been giving money to a woman that don't love me. But this is not a question I have not heard. Sons yeah. and this then is girls. That's this also is different. a question, I mean, even I went on Dr. Phil, and this is the whole premise of the episode was about how this will affect my children. Mm -hmm. The yeah. thing is, there's a lot of things that parents and families do that affect their children, and can be in other, you know, same type of situation, not necessarily just with the adult industry, but there are also a lot of adult entertainers who have had children. Um, and mm. I keep an open dialect with my kids. And, you know, like I said, two of them are already adults and moved out. So it's, it's different, but they very much respect, obviously this is not the ideal situation, but they very much respect the decision that their father and I made to do this together, that they respect our, uh, ability to be able to do what we want to do when we want to do it despite what other people think. Um, and had my kids ever said to me, like, please don't, or absolutely there would have been more of a discussion there, but we've never mm -hmm. had that situation. We have been fortunate, maybe again, where the, the oddballs out, um, but our family dynamic has not changed. We are very much the same family, um, and it works for us. Let me get these two ladies involved, and then I'm going to give Dre the final word, and then we'll move on to the next topic. Uh, this is your first time on this show. This is my first time on a podcast. On ever. a podcast Yay! ever. <laughs> Took my virginity. Congratulations! Yay! We podcast popped the cherry. Yay! The YouTube cherry. So, uh, have you ever been involved in these types of discussions? Men, women, dating, OnlyFans, role of a man, role of a woman, men being simps, turning into pimps. Are you hearing this for the first time, or is this conversations you have low key behind closed doors? I have these conversations all the time with my friends, boyfriend. What do you want to ask me? Okay, well, you're hearing this. 
-hmm. What's your biggest uh, takeaway? Like, you're like, all right, you know, I've had these conversations low key, but now I'm hearing it played out. You know, Dre helps men. He's, he's banging some chick and he calls a dude. He's like, what's up, homie? You got to improve your game. Like, Allie, gorgeous girl, her husband's right there. Say what's up. And uh, what's his name again? Steve. Steve. Is that his real name, though? Yes. <laughs> that is his legal name. That's right. Steven. I thought it was Steve, but you never know. Steven. Uh, you're seeing these actual conversations. What's your, uh, like, you're like, how do I feel? What's your biggest takeaway? I respect you and what you're doing. I think it's awesome because her husband agrees with it and they have their thing going. Um, OnlyFans, though, for me, I would never, I don't know. That's my thing. I just, I wanted to do it at one point, but I don't want, like, my brand to be broken from it. Jorge, turn her up, buddy. Uh, so you would never do OnlyFans? No. Why? Because I feel like once it's on the internet, it'll never go away. And um, I think it would really ruin, like, my, my brand, and then my family wouldn't like that. What, and would, your I do family, want... what would your family do? <laughs> Probably block me. I don't know. Block Cancel you? me, yeah. Who are they, the Minnesota Gophers uh, football team? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I think they would do that. We got a game to win. Okay, how many of your closest girlfriends do it do any sort of only fans sex work sugar baby situation any of that like three of them do three of them, them. Mm -hmm. and this is of your closest girlfriends yeah how many close girlfriends do you have i have a lot of girlfriends okay <laughs> i don't know so maybe yeah like only three of yeah. the close mm -hmm. friends though how many girls do you just know that are doing this type of everyone stuff? does it Everyone does. All it. bunch of girls do it, especially influencers, like really high up influencers. They always have that like in their bio that they do that. Okay. So, and I see and what, they're making what's money. What's the stigma? So. If they're all doing it, what's wrong with that? Why wouldn't you do something like that? I don't know. I've thought about it, but I just don't want that out there for me. I just don't want it to ruin my your, brand. Your three closest girlfriends, is this their full-time job? Mm-hmm. Would yeah. you say they do well? Yeah. Two have bought in. Um, a condo in Brickell, house in Tampa from it. So okay. that right there is kind of like tempting, but. So financially they've done well. Do yeah. they have serious relationships? One does, one does not. The other's single. The one that has a relationship, who's the guy? Um, he has his own company. He's successful and he uh, knows she's not hooking up with anyone else. So he respects it and he's cool with it. Do you respect him? Do I? Mm. Yeah, I do. Why? Because he has his own business. She's got her thing, and he doesn't care. You don't think a man should care if his woman is putting her stuff out there on the internet? Everyone's different. Every relationship is different. I don't know. Dre, you cool with dating someone that does Absolutely this? Absolutely not. No? <laughs> Why? I, I got to work hard for that. Like I have to show up every day and work hard and be attractive to even see you sexy and somebody get to pay ten dollars for that that's that's not a good deal for me um and I, I don't believe that me personally i don't believe that the world should have access to you in that way would you even would you even like let me put this bluntly like hit it and quit it with a with if a i was getting the money yeah if i was if what i was mean in getting control, the money if i was in control of it yeah control of what like a pimp I wouldn't call it that. But. Yeah, manager. <laughs> manager. It's called a manager. It's called a, manager. It's called a business if, if man. If I'm I was, taking yeah, business. Yeah, if I was gotcha. like, yeah, I would do that. But this but is not just, wife situation for you. Absolutely not. I gotcha. Um, now, but you do stuff with Steve. Yeah, I don't associate with no other men. Gotcha. Yeah. So he's like, 
the role that he's kind of playing. Like, listen, I'm, yeah. mm -hmm. I'm the master yeah. at work here right now. I would, I would gotcha. ask you, though, like, after, what if you were with your wife for 20 years and she was like, let's do that something? Would, it, would, it wouldn't uh, work. No. Is it hard for you to it's maybe Because it's a million, it's a million other things that you can do. Right. Especially today. You can you can make money doing anything. So mm -hmm. I, I would question if she was adamant about it, why do you want to do that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, what are you looking for? I, I, listen, I, I agree. I, you're both right. And here's my point. This has to be thought about so much before you go down this path. Whatever path you choose, God bless you. I'm never going to come on here and be like, I can't believe you showed your titties online, girl. I'll be like, <laughs> let me see a picture. Like, but the point is, before you do this, before you make this decision, you have to be super comfortable with it. You have to obviously run this by your husband. You ran it by your kids. Like, you got to say, look, look, the internet is forever. Let me tell you something. Um, if there was social media when I was in college, oh my gosh. no chance that I'm not fucking in jail right now. Yeah. I mean, I'm getting in fights with my boys. There's chicks. Like, I'm being a little facetious. But the point is, the internet wasn't around. Like, social media wasn't around. You'd, do, you'd say crazy shit. Now everything is out there. And if you're a girl, and I also think that most, this is pretty shocking, I don't think most kids should go to college. Maybe. Don't. Yeah. I think most kids go, to, go into debt. They come out. You have no clue how many kids go to college, and then they end up stripping some girls in Vegas. Mm -hmm. They go to college, and they end up doing OnlyFans. Or they end up working at a job where you could just literally no college degree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it's a complete waste of time. I think people should think of the decisions they need to do before they go to college. I think any major decision that will affect the rest of your life, you need to put serious thought into it. I think a lot of people are just like, yeah, I think I'm going to start an OnlyFans. Yeah, I think I'm going to take 100 grand in student debt. Yeah. So I, I, I see what you're saying. It sounds like you've made this decision and thought about it quite often. I, I have thought about it. Yeah. It's just before you go down this path, you have to think, you know, they say think twice. You have to think 300 times. Yeah, I mean, she weighed her risk this. benefits. She has a, a yeah. very successful brand. She has something she's trying to protect. It doesn't really align. Yes. I think when you have, when you weigh your pros and cons, and mm -hmm. she made the decision that there works you go. for her. Gato, let me ask tempting. you. So, when did you start your OnlyFans? No, I don't have OnlyFans. You don't have? No. Why not? Because... Um, <laughs> I came from Colombia. We have a very just a mental country. So here I start to learn about these kind of things. I don't judge the girls that are doing that. I respect so much. And I understand that not all the girls that are doing OnlyFans do porn. Mm -hmm. True. Sometimes they do only sexy pictures, sexy videos. Right. So I mm. can say, oh, you do OnlyFans, you are a porno star, because not all the time it's like that. Mm -hmm. yeah, but, but this that, is the that, problem. Nobody cares. Meaning, but this is the problem meaning, with well, that Here's my platform. point. I'm going to come back to yeah. you. If I hear a girl does OnlyFans, then she might be doing feet pics. I don't yeah. know. I'm like, she's categorized, right? Really? Yeah. And they yeah. really want to change that, Over feet pics? Though. You'd be mad? The I know point, comedians. The point is, I don't know. That's just the reputation yeah, that's just, has. Like, I it's I find out if a girl's a stripper and she goes, yeah, but I don't get butt naked. I just, I'm in a bikini. It's like, mm. you're a stripper, bitch. Like, yeah. yeah. you're on OnlyFans. Whether you're showing head, shoulders, knees, or toes, or hose, it's like all oh. the same. Whether that's right or wrong remains to be seen. Not always. 
Okay, so go ahead. As you I, were saying. In my industry, for example, I, am, I talk about my experience. I am a fashion high model. So, so many models that do runways here in Miami, in New York, in LA, they have OnlyFans. Mm -hmm. So I feel confused about that because if they do fashion model, how they can do OnlyFans? It's because not always they are doing porno, you know? Sometimes they sell the sexy photos, the sexy videos. Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly what you're doing, but this is the problem with that platform that have a very bad fame about that, but sometimes the girl only sell pictures and sexy videos. Mm -hmm. you know? Or fitness influencers on exactly. their cell. It's, a pl it's like a Patreon for some people. But that's, that's the risk. If you use OnlyFans, everybody think you do Right, you're under that. Porn. That's my point. Right, okay. that's why. That's why, because Drake. if I want to sell my content, this yeah. is the risk to use OnlyFans, that everybody think that I am a porno mm -hmm. gotcha. uh, actress, you know? I, 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 I like, this is interesting. We could spend an hour on this, but we're gonna spend 30 seconds. It's interesting that you said in Colombia, which I've been, that they're a very judgmental country. We are. Yeah, right. At the same time, you go to Colombia, a lot of women out there just hanging out, looking for some fun, if you know what I mean. And I feel like that is the number one profession of the women in Colombia. Modeling. <laughs> mm -hmm. So what do you mean by being judgmental? In our country, it's not normal, like here, to do OnlyFans. I am not talking about what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. But isn't that maybe you know more the same about thing? this than but they me. don't market it like <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> women yeah. in Colombia don't market like, oh, we're sexy women looking for a man, and we, like they yeah. don't market it. When's like, the last time you were in Colombia? Well, I've had people go to Colombia. When's the last time you were there? I'm, I, Why I've are you talking right now? Because at the end of the day, <laughs> OnlyFans it's marketed. That's how it's yes. marketed, and some women use that to their advantage. So they sell fitness stuff on there. They don't do any sexual. You work. know what? Maybe but you're to be right. Honest, Maybe you're I right. Am What's with worse? You, I am agree with you when yeah. you say for women it's really hard to work with their brain and their body. Yes. In my case, I always show off in my social media that you can get both. In mm -hmm. my case, you go to my social media and I have everything with modeling and picture and videos, you know? But I always talk about to grow mm -hmm. spirituality and in your mind and have good habits, you know? Because you can't get both. And it's really important to work in your inner beauty, not only in your body. Fully I always teach that. Fully agree. Well, uh, Dre, final word here before we go to the next topic. When you're having this conversation, what's your advice to the gentlemen and the women out there since you're a dating coach? Oh, for OnlyFans? Just in this... Uh, greater context of how this all works well her situation is an anomaly so don't yeah. be like her uh in most situations i don't think a man should be with any woman who would sell themselves that would sell themselves who would sell themselves damn we'll drop the mic moment right there okay moving right along um interestingly enough you know as i'm seeing this all this news about you getting canceled and all this, literally over the weekend, from what I saw it, I see the news about Russell Brand. Mm -hmm. And PBD, our CEO, our founder, I co-host his show, uh, was just on Russell Brand's show a week ago. 
And I was sitting in watching the show, and he's like, oh, PBD, it's, it's great to have you on. You're a capitalist. I'm a libertarian. Here's what's going on. We're having these high-level discussions about big pharma and the military-industrial complex and the greatest days of our times and Trump and Biden. And it's like, the next day, it's like, apparently, he's a raper again. Oh, right? It's like, whoa, where'd that, where'd that come from? Okay. So we talked about this last time that these allegations came out of sexual misconduct that from, I think it was from 2006, 2012, that range. So 10 to 15 years ago, just conveniently starts coming out as he's talking about these high level discussions of what's happening in society today, right? So. Uh, I don't need to relitigate that. We talked about that last show, but to kind of bring you up to speed, he has a massive YouTube with over 6 million subs. I think his um, um, Rumble account has 1.5 million. He's a, he's a major name. He's a former Hollywood A-lister. We, we all get it, but now he's a podcaster. Um, and he's uh, breaking through and having conversations and disrupting like one of the biggest forces in, in, in podcasting. But here's what came out uh, yesterday after all the allegations started coming out, coming out. Like we're on YouTube right now. We love you, YouTube. We love you, Google. You know, we're in your world. We play in that world. But this is kind of weird. Uh, here's the AP article from the Associated Press. YouTube uh, just announced that they will suspend Russell Brand from making money off the streaming site, off of YouTube, after sex assault claims. Hmm. claims claims sort of reminiscent of what happened with my friend andrew tate tristan tate these are claims these are allegations nothing has been proven nothing is even true for the most part they could just be straight up unsubstantiated lies we don't know here's what happened on youtube announced that russell brand said can stay on their platform so they can still keep making videos they can still keep getting eyeballs from him, but he will no longer be able to make money off of that because he violated the creator responsibility policy. YouTube said, quote unquote, if a creator's off platform behavior harms our users, employees or ecosystem, we can take action to protect the community. I get it. There's a terms of agreement, TOS, terms of service. I get it. Um, to which Pierce Morgan responded, the uh, famous BBC reporter, um, turn podcaster basically he says there's there's something slightly orwellian uh, about a business that says it will still host his videos keeping millions of eyeballs you know that we're in the intention economy eyeballs equals money uh keeping millions of eyeballs on the platform but won't share in the monetary spoil so you can keep still everyone off their phones by the way um you can still um keep making videos, you can keep doing eyeballs, uh, but we're just gonna keep all the money. And um, uh, by the way, the BBC streaming service also removed programs featuring Russell that were deemed to fall below, quote unquote, public expectations. Um, so here's what's actually going on right now, is that he's been canceled, he's been now demonetized. None of this has been true. As a content creator, how do you feel about this? It's pretty sad, it's horrible. Um, especially if it's not, it hasn't been charged. Anybody can get up there and say, hey, he did this to me because they're jealous or 
they've been bought. So I, I think it's unfair. I understand at, from a business standpoint, hey, we don't want to be associated with such claims because it's mm -hmm. how we make money. But at the end of the day, it's kind of, it's, it's not right. Um, and I think that something should be done about people who make claims like that. That's not true. Mm -hmm. uh, and you guys have podcasts? Starting one soon. There she is. Allie, do a podcast? <laughs> uh, I have a show, Tap That, my beer review. Tap That? Yeah. Tap it's not really a podcast yet, but it's a, a little it's a pun show. right there. It's a beer yeah, show. That, that was intentional. Tap That. Yeah, we just... And you guys have a podcast that you do? I don't. On YouTube? And you guys have YouTube channels? I do. Yeah, I do. I do. Oh, you, okay. So yeah. I apologize. You have YouTube channels? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this, is a, this is a very famous guy that got canceled. Yeah. Uh, you all have YouTube channels. Mm -hmm. Right? How many subs do you have? I just started like last week, so I have just like 20-something. What do you have? 47. Like 47. By the way, subscribe to King Dre's uh, <laughs> channel. Let's get him up to 50 by the end of the day. Uh, you have a YouTube channel? I do, and I'm not monetized, clearly. You're not monetized? I mean, I have, I have two channels. So you're already like, I've been demonetized. Well, one show is for beer reviews, and it's alcohol-related, gotcha. and so it's not. What about your YouTube? Yeah. It's not very big. 10K followers. Hey, keep that thing growing. <laughs> How about you guys, uh, Carl? 800. 800,000? No, no, no. Just 800. 800. Okay, let's get her up to a, let's get her up to a, yeah, I need a thousand followers. guys. Let's Send go. me your followers. So um, <laughs> regardless of what you've been, uh, by the way, do you believe these charges uh, as, a, as females? Do you believe these charges against Russell Brand? Just um, on the surface. So the thing about it is, is that I, I'm, I'm very heavily invested in like world events and things like that too, but in the same token, I can kind of relate to him on a deeper level because I am a stand-up comic, right? Yeah. So as comedians, we're expected to have like this big voice about issues until we're talking about something serious. Mm -hmm. So I feel like he's been talking about the issues that he's been talking about for years now. You know, like there's that old MSNBC interview where they tried to completely discredit him throughout the entire interview. And you're talking to a person who, again, is a very charismatic individual. So he handled himself very well. Um, and he has handled himself very well in those forums when they try to debunk, you know, his intelligence because, okay, mm. it's Russell Brand, you know, the funny guy, you know, forgetting Sarah Marshall inside of you, like, right. you know. So they try to talk to him like he's an idiot. Here we are, fast forward two, three years later, and now people are starting to realize, oh, shit, yeah, he's a funny guy but he knows what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah. You know, so... Or does he? Exactly. So he's putting the question mark... does he know a little too mark. much? That's what I'm saying. He's putting the question mark into people's yeah. heads. So are, are you guys fans of Russell Brand? Do you, know, do you know anything about what's going on? You know no. nothing about what's going Not on? Not really, no. Ali, are you familiar with this? Yeah, I do, definitely. Okay. I mean, I, I can't really comment if the allegations are true or not. They're, do you believe them, though? There potentially could be some truth to him, but he's 100% targeted. I mean, I, I feel it's it's a little ironic that, like you stated, he's... You might have just hit the nail on the head. He's being a target. Mm -hmm. He's being targeted. And I'm sure there's a lot of skeletons like this in a lot of people's closets. It's just yeah. a matter of who's going to actually take that initial and why and what motivates them. You bring person. up a great point, and here's my point. Why is Russell Brand being targeted 15 years later? Interesting. So when I think of guys who get a lot of ass... Russell Brand's on that list, especially being a Hollywood A-lister, being Katy Perry and having... He was called uh, Shagger of the Year in, like, <laughs> 2010, okay? But who else is on that list? I put Leonardo DiCaprio on that list. That guy's... That guy dominates. I put Dan Bilzerian on that list. That's literally his brand. It's shocking he hasn't had, yeah. Okay. 
Great point. Shocking that Dan Bilzerian hasn't had any of these allegations. But why is that? Maybe. He doesn't have it. He doesn't talk shit mm -hmm. about major things going on in the world, mm -hmm. about COVID-related stuff, about election-type stuff, about globalism-type stuff, about the World Economic Forum, about the military-industrial complex. That guy's like, I make money and I'll fuck chicks. They're like, all right, we get it. Keep doing your thing, buddy. <laughs> but, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio talks about saving the world and saving the animals, and he's a Hollywood elite. And they're like, dude, Leo, keep... You want to bang some 24-year-olds, some 19-year-olds? We don't give a shit. Don't talk, don't talk about politics, though, buddy. Mm -hmm. But Russell Brand, who's arguably not even on those guys' level, you start talking about World Big Economic Pharma. Forum and... Uh, yeah. Big Pharma. Big Pharma. Yep. And the globalist agenda, all of a sudden, it's like, yeah, Dick's let's go find some stories about Russell Brand from when? From last year? No, that doesn't exist. What about two years? Nah. Let's go 10 years. Let's go a decade. 15 years. We'll find some shit. And you know what? Even if we don't find some, we're going to find some. Mm -hmm. Very interesting what's going on here. So here's actually some of the stuff that Russell Brand has said that has gotten him allegedly in trouble. So... You know, he's, he's facing these uh, sexual misconduct allegations. We get it. But fans are basically looking into this and they're like, all right, what was the tip of the spear here? And they found an interview from Bill Maher. I love that show. But oh, that was uh, a rough interview. This is March 2023. <laughs> and they're saying that this is the real reason that a lot of the, let's just say, elite wanted to uh, take down Russell Brand. Play that clip. some facts. The pandemic created at least 40 new big pharma billionaires. Pharmaceutical corporations like Moderna and Pfizer made $1,000 of profit every second from the COVID-19 <laughs> vaccine. More than two-thirds of Congress received campaign funding from pharmaceutical companies in the 2020 election. Pfizer chairman Albert Baller told Time magazine in July 2020 that his company was developing a COVID vaccine for the good of humanity, not for money. And of course, Pfizer made $100 billion okay. in profit right. in 2022. Right. For, oh, and, and may I just mention that finally, and these are this is also a fact that you, the American public, funded the development of that. The German public funded the BioNTech uh, vaccine. When it came to the profits, they took the profits. When it came to the funding, you paid for the funding. It's difficult not okay, to... But I, I will just add one okay. thing. It is and then Bill kind of gives a rebuttal and does his thing. But that, mm -hmm. he basically addressed some of the stuff that people are very worried about mm -hmm. directly mm -hmm. on arguably the biggest political talk show, entertainment show in the world, Bill Maher. And that was in March of 2023. So, you know, could it be, based on that type of conversation, you know, an investigation doesn't just happen in a week. It might take a few months, locate some people, but I'm sure you can find some shit in six months. And it's been six months of the day since that interview. And you can say it on your podcast. That's one thing. But when you say it on HBO to the world, he shared the stage with another major political person. How many, and every person in politics watches this show. Every person. And he's naming names. Albert Burla, the CEO of Pfizer. That's a name I, none of us had any clue with who he was. Nobody gave a shit. All of a sudden it's like, yeah, I know who that is. Because I know many people that took his product, if you know what I'm saying. So, and he's naming names. 
guys, I'm not asking you to be political experts here. I'm just saying, use your brains. <laughs> what are the chances <laughs> that maybe that upset, uh, upset the wrong person? What do you think? A hundred percent. Why else I'm, giving, because, I'm asking for chances. You say a hundred. Because, because if, if, if he's been in the spotlight forever, somebody could have been came out and said, hey, he did this to me. Yeah. But now it's happening all simultaneously from different women who don't know each other spring mm -hmm. up. It's crazy. Yeah. What do you so. think, Dina? Chances um, that that interview or any type of that content is the reason this is happening now. Just again, chances. Again, as I said, he's been talking about this for years. Yeah. Nobody took him seriously until he decided, you know what? I am going to name names. I am going to give factual information. I'm not going to make it seem like it's a conspiracy theory because, again, he's a comedian. So who's going to take a comedian seriously, even though he's been talking about this for years? I agree with yeah. you because it was such a big platform that politicians watch. Nat, what do you think? Forward. You're seeing this play out. You missed last week's show, but you watched it. You were getting a lot of love in the comments. A lot of people missed you. What are the chances that clip led to where we're at today? Just chances. Uh, there's a good percent chance. I would give it like 85, 90% chance. I always do like to leave space though for, you know, just in case something did happen. I don't know what's behind people's closed doors. I don't know what people's weaknesses mm -hmm. are. I don't know what people's temptations are for me to say he's completely innocent. You know, men, they behave in certain ways with women and sometimes, you know, that just happens. It's just sometimes men tendency. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that he has done that. You know, nothing has been proven. But, you know, this is a good chance for people to kind of target him if he's speaking out in, in, cer in certain things. But I always like to leave space, you know, because there is certain situations where women do get taken advantage of. And mm -hmm. if they don't get that right, you know, it's not right by them, then it's sad because it's like these women get taken advantage of. And then it's like, oh, well, you know, he has power, so it's OK. But I do think this situation it's a good percent chance that they're kind of targeting him because now people are like, hey, he's not just a comedian. He's got facts now. Yeah, he's an advocate for something. And, and what I think is even triggering people is that big name people are bringing him on platforms to speak on it. Mm -hmm. And before, they weren't bringing him on to speak on it. They're bringing him on because he's a comedian. He's mm -hmm. got talent. He's been in movies, you know? So I think now people are looking at some of these old-time success people in different career paths. Now they're kind of, I don't want to say grifting, but now talking about things that are important, and now people don't like it. So. What, do you, what do you mean grifting? Well, I know that's like a word they use like when you when you kind of uh, drift away from the content that you're used to, you mm -hmm. know? So like we see like I'm not a Russell Brand follower, unfortunately. A shout out to you and your success. Um, but, you know, I this is not something that I would recognize him speaking on. I, I wouldn't think Russell Brand is talking about Pfizer and COVID and mm -hmm. the things going on in the world. I'd see him in movies. I see him as a comedian. I see him as an actor. So that's why I think today, now people are bringing on because they mm -hmm. want to know his opinion on actual things going on, not just like, hey, you could tell us a funny joke. It's yeah, a by, by the way, vibe. I applaud you because, you know, I've been following his content for a few years now, but I remember the, the day that I found out, like, hold on, Russell Brand is, yeah. is podcasting? This was like three years ago, keep in yeah. mind. You know, Nat just found out today, thinks he's a grifter, but I, I Well, I don't mean a grifter, but I, I mean now he's going into a different space where yes. he's not recognized, and no, that's but that, now but that's affecting my point, him. is that he actually is. Yeah. Like Dina said, he actually has been talking about this stuff for, for years. years. That's a thing that and a lot of people... And he says his whole thing is, stay free, stay, yeah, you know, yeah. be smart out there, guys, stay free. 
and I I knew him for Inside forgetting Sarah Marshall and being the comedian. <laughs> I'm like, people are taking this guy seriously now, really? But he's actually pretty serious too. Well, I mean, that's the common, I feel like, misconception that comedians get. Like, yes. we're just dumb, funny people. But the reality is, in order it's to smart. be funny, you have to stay current. Yes. You have to know what's yeah. going well, on. Well, one of the things yeah. I always say, I said this with uh, some friends of mine, is like, the hardest person to cancel is a comedian. Of course, because we can say whatever <laughs> we want. It's like, well, who said, these are jokes? <laughs> who was that comedian? These are jokes here. I forget who it was. But it's like, at what point... Do you say, all right, even your jokes have gone too far? Well, they do say that the best jokes come from some source of truth, From the right? truth. It's funny because it's true. So. Ali, back to the, my initial question. You saw the video, and he's like, you know, this and Velvet Berlin's. Mm -hmm. What are the chances this has sort of led to where we're at today? Just chances. Very strong chance. I mean, I think he knew very well, too, the, the risk he was taking when he decided to do that interview and really, like, unveil things that, you know, he had discovered, mm -hmm. uh, whether there's truth or not to him. I think he knew what risk he was taking, which does make it a little hard to believe someone that had such a guilty back you know, past, if you, you were aware that these allegations could be out there, mm -hmm. uh, that you would take such a risk, because you, you had to have known when you said that, oh, they're going to be digging. I mean, we've seen yeah. it happen yeah. with many, you, many people. Use the right word, target. He had a target, target on his back. So 100%, whether it's true or not, there certainly could be things, but he certainly opened the door for that to be exposed if there was. Okay. Yeah. Um, I want to play this next clip, and I want to have your, you two ladies, who haven't had a chance to really discuss this yet, I want to start with you guys. Because you said you didn't really know too much I about Russell Brand. I agree with her. With her. Mm -hmm. But you didn't know too much about Russell Brand. Did you know too much about Russell Brand? No, but I want to okay. say that always when you speak the truth, the social media uh, hide your content. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The social media and the algorithm, because I have the same situation with my Instagram, because yeah. I always like to speak the truth, especially about COVID, uh, they shadow your content. Yeah. So I am agree with him, with you. I don't know too much about him, but this is the truth. Well, always when you try to waking up the people, the social media don't help you with that. Look at that, even in Colombia. Mm. All the world. All the world. <laughs> so here's some, like, some great, because here, get that clip ready um, from E. But Nat brought up a great point about Russell Brand. You know, I have conversations with people. I try not to, when making a, uh, an opinion, on whether I think, let's say, Russell Brand is innocent or guilty, to ever say 100% or 0%. I might be like, 99.99999% because you never know. I think this is pretty much a matrix attack. Um, to use an Andrew, Andrew Tate famous quote, but we don't know. Maybe he did so, do some wild, crazy, freaky shit, but he's actually admitted to doing wild, crazy, that freaky shit. That was his brand. Shit. That was kind of his brand. This is why this is so ironic, is that this is what he was known for forever. And now that he's this kind of more serious, political, socio, sort of cultural commentator, that they're sort of rehatching up like the old playbook from 15 years ago. So here's for the record, who, who not on the movies, in real life, who Russell Brand used to be, some of the stuff, how he used to operate, okay? Let's play that clip. This is him on now The listen. View. You'll have me stripped to my title, and I'll have you stripped to your tights. 
So pause it for a second. They just said, we're going to strip you of your title of Shagger of the Year. And to my English friends out there, don't, don't speak Austin Powers. <laughs> shag, baby, let's shag. It's to bang, to have sex, to yeah. do your thing. Did you know that? I didn't know that. You didn't know? See, this no. is why we got to break down some people. Shag, you know, my, come on. Mm-hmm. The, the movie Austin awesome Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me. Did you know this? We're all telling our age shaggy. now. <laughs> it wasn't me, Shaggy. That's the whole, <laughs> call me coming in on the, huh, huh? It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Okay, so he was the shagger of the year. Continue. Shaggy. Nice. Thank you so much, Russell. I appreciate it. I like these sort of gladiator high-heeled shoes you're wearing, and I like your legs. Now, I understand you've been celibate for a while. When are you going to give that up? And while many people... Okay. So he's just... That's his brand. Okay, what's up, baby? How you doing? It's sort of like... That's nothing wrong about that. That was his brand. Cool. Russell Brand, ironically enough. But today, enough. the way if that behavior was today, like mm-hmm. if yes. a new community came out and behaved like that, oh, oh no. the world will go nuts. Not. The words would be not. like, "Oh, he's a rapist immediately because all he did was then, do this." But either, but back then, people weren't as sensitive. Like, look, those ladies were laughing, like, "Ha ha, he, he's so." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Today, it's Barbara women Walters, would not one of the most be. respected female journalists of all time. Mm-hmm. But today, right? no, that would not okay. fly. So then. Uh, there's this other girl called Catherine McPhee. You know who that is? She was an American Idol contestant, very mm-hmm. pretty girl. You know, she's actually come out to his defense, but there was a video that resurfaced, uh, which we'll show you right now, where she was like, oh, he was inappropriate. He grabbed her. So watch, it was on Jimmy Fallon. Watch this video and you guys decide for yourself. To move out of your chair and. Catherine she, is welcome to No, sing she's not. It's she not, sat no, on his lap. Don't do this. For the he hugged her. And he grabbed her. After she sat on his lap. However, okay. as for a statement. Keep going. Into the Daily Mail, Catherine said, quote, This specific incident was over 10 years ago and it was harmless. Okay, so she came to his defense. She's like, look, this is on Jimmy Fallon. It was 10 years ago. Yeah. Harmless. But people be, are basically like, look at him. You know, he grabbed her. It's like she clearly sat on his lap. Mm-hmm. And I think this is sort of indicative of where we're at these days is like, look, we're all over 21. Some of us are over 25 or 30. There was a time and day where you could just mess around and play with people. Hey, what's up, girl? Mm-hmm. Like, whatever. Oh, yeah. And it's like it wasn't a big deal. But because of certain people, the, the Harvey Weinsteins of the world, on this side and the me too movement of the world and the cancel culture is like any little nitpicking fucking thing the tr- the twitter wars the twitter trolls will come after cancel them so but like i i respect Catherine Murphy being like yeah this is not a big deal it's all good but people were approaching her basically saying yeah, he inappropriately touched you. Like, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they're trying to build a story. They're like, trying to build a they've story. Already, they've made their move. Now they got to build the public opinion yes. of it. And I think... Speaking that- of building a story, uh, Google Dave Portnoy, Washington Post. Did anyone oh, yeah. hear this? is like breaking news. Yeah, no, I haven't. Did anybody hear this? No. Mm-hmm. You heard about it? Yeah, I heard about it. What did you hear happen? Um, I just know that he cold called the Washington Post because they were going to be writing a story about him, which is... Typical. He's he's done stuff like that before, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and I, I didn't get to actually watch what he what the cold call was said or anything. But I know the permanent behind. So it. see if you can find like the best article for that, Malik, and then I'll read it. Mm-hmm. But you said that they're building 
a story. They've this, done that before. Not Miss Post, but someone did build a story on this. It happened with Tate. We're having it seeing what happened with Russell Brand before our eyes. Yeah. But uh, you got to respect Dave Portnoy because he preemptively uh, went out of his way to go on the offense. So allegedly, this is the story. Let me know when you have something, Malik. I'll try to recapsulate it. He's doing this big pizza event this weekend. Yeah. Okay. And the Washington Post, sort of a respected but liberal outlet. Jeff Bezos owns them. Um, tried to do a hit piece on him. And they're like, this misogynist, you know, asshole of a guy. He's doing these things. And they start to basically plant a story. And they were calling the sponsors of the pizza event to be like, is this who you're aligning yourself with? Do you know he said this? You said that? And he called the Washington Post. Like, he got wind of it because one of the sponsors called him. You didn't realize that the Washington Post just called me and they're trying to basically torpedo your, our event um, under the guise of misogyny or sexual deviancy or whatever. And he got wind and he called the Washington Post. Here we go. Barstool CEO Dave Portnoy cold calls. Where are we at? Cold calls Washington Post reporter to confront her about upcoming hit piece. That's Howard Stern, for those of you who don't know. I don't know why he's on the cover. But scroll down, I'm sure we'll see Dave Portnoy. Um, keep going. So there he is. Uh, I don't know if we have any terrible. video of him. But basically, keep going down. That's a terrible shot. Terrible shot. But that, so basically, he, um, here it is. Hi, Emily. Uh, Hi, just following up on this. We're no, I think that's her response to him, because it says from Emily. Gotcha. Right. So Something what do we have here? Malik, help me out. You can talk. What, do we, what am I looking at here? Hi, just following up on this, we are planning to write about the festival and how some of the sponsors and participants have drawn criticism by seeming and associate um, themselves with Dave Portnoy, who has a history of misogynistic comments and other problematic behavior. I wanted to make sure that that blank had a chance to respond to this since the company is the most prominent of the partners of the of his festival. Thanks, Emily. Gotcha. Basically so bullying them into... He denied sending any kind of message before Portnoy read the message back to her. She has also posted uh, email to Barstool's website. See if we have his response. I think that's it up there. Okay, here it is. The Washington Post just canceled the 10 a.m. call. Shocker. They proposed 5 a.m. instead. I said 10 a.m. nothing. They refuse what could suddenly be more important than this. The article has to come out on Friday, so they leave themselves a few hours before going to print. Basically, what he's saying is, I caught wind that the Washington Post was writing a hit piece about me and my pizza fest, so I did what I need to do, and I went on the offensive. So you talked about building a storyline, and this is what they do. Well, he's not uh, protected anymore, too, though. With, he's hmm. not with Penn Gaming, so I think a lot of that, if you look at when the last time this happened to him... Now he's on Barstool on his own. He's back running the, running the company. Like found. How long is that video, by the way? That tweet? 11 minutes. 11 minutes. Play the first couple minutes hey, on 2X. Hey, Emily, Dave Portnoy calling. Uh, I'm recording you right now. But I've noticed a bunch of people. You're, it seems like you're sending. We have this pizza fest happening on 2X? Saturday. And you're reaching out to our advertisers. And you're basically sending an email that says, to the effect, Dave's a misogynic racist. Do you want to defend yourselves advertising at this event, right? I'm sorry, what's your name, Dave? I'm sorry, who are you? I'm the guy you're writing the article about, Dave Portnoy. Oh, you're Dave Portnoy. Okay, how are you? Good. <laughs> Good. No, I'm not, I'm not, I haven't said anything like that. I'm well, I, I, can, I can read if you want. If you want, I can read what you actually sent. I have it. 
Okay. Uh, we are planning to write about the festival and how and how some of the sponsors and participants have drawn criticism by seemingly to associate themselves with Dave Portnoy. Cool. We, got, we already read that. Con so the bottom line is, he got wind of this. You, oftentimes, you don't get an opportunity to call out the people that are about to call you out. Right. Shout out to Portnoy, figuring this out. But this, I just heard about this like yeah, a few minutes ago, right, right before the show. Yeah, and it's like wow, you know, all of a sudden the uh, the hunt did become the hunter. Mm -hmm. But um, this is what's going on out here. This whole misogyny. We got to get him. We got to attack him. If the, if you're, you're you're ruining our narrative, whether that's pharma, globalists military industrial combats, cable news, traditional mainstream media, feminist agenda. I think there's it's an agenda ironic at play they here. had a woman writing the article, like trying to kind of feed into the like sisterhood of the traveling bullshit. I don't find it ironic at all. I find it actually apropos. Like yeah. let's get this woman, you know, in the mm -hmm. in the name of misogyny to go attack him. I'd feel fucking weird if it was a dude. Yeah. <laughs> like if it was a dude, I'd, like the conversation, obviously this conversation uh, with a woman is like, hi, this is Dave Port and I am, you know, I'm calling you in response to your article about being a you know, uh, misogynist and all that. But if it was a dude, I'd be like, bro, what, what are you doing? I, I know. What, I'm what, just saying. Are you I a guy? Like, what are you doing right here? It's like you said, it's pretty apropos considering like, you know, to feed into the whole like sisterhood narrative, like this is like a feminist, like woman yeah. issue, you know. So we were talking about some of the back to Russell Brand here is that you hit the nail on the head. Catherine McPhee, American Idol contestant, was basically like he did nothing wrong here. Yeah. Okay. The View, the most, most liberal female television show that exists. It's like, we had fun with Russell Brand. He was a fun guy. Here's a prime example of how to basically kind of like get ahead of the, the mainstream narrative. But it's, from a woman's perspective, after seeing that about Russell Brand, this is what I was asking you guys initially. You're not familiar with him. Do you think if what he did was inappropriate? Hey, how are you just like that? Or are you sitting on the lap? Do you find that inappropriate? No, not at all. Do you find that misogynistic? No, I don't, okay. I don't think he what do you, What wrong. would you describe that as? Um, seems like he's from a different country, so he has different, yeah. he acts differently. I don't know. I don't think he's doing anything some, wrong. Some may call that the riz or the sauce and just, hey, you know, banter, <laughs> yeah. having fun. Everything, you know? everything is, depends on your personality. If you are a funny person, extroverted person, yes. why not? Play to your strengths. Yeah, yeah. Right? Exactly. What do you tell men? Like, especially, how many guys that have problems have a horror, have a great personality? So let me say that again. You coach a lot of men. Mm -hmm. um, you said that the biggest problem they have is they're sort of like bitches or mm -hmm. betas. They get pushed around. Uh, I assume some of those guys have money, have success, even the guy you talked about, mm -hmm. but they don't have that, that oomph, that it factor, uh, the riz. How many of the guys that you deal with are actually have amazing personalities, riz, they got the vibe, they got the sauce, but they still can't get women? Uh, if they got that, they, they really, if they got the it and they have the money, they don't have problems. They do have problems like this, though, because I've dealt with a few guys who've been in situations like this. Ah, uh, more so. Different type of problems. Di different types of problems, yeah. Like um, people coming after them for money. Um, and some guys do stuff that they shouldn't do, like sleep with drunk women. So it's stuff like that. It, mm. it's, it's problems like that. 
and that comes back to you know that comes back to bite them in the in the ass. Mm-hmm. So, but typically, so there's two different types of problems. Yes, you don't get enough ass, or you get too much ass. Yes, and both come with problems. Yes, <laughs> yes. that's why we need balance in everything. It's all about equilibrium. Balance, balance. Well played. Um, do we have anything we uh, we need to address right now, or we'll move no, on we to can, the next topic? Yeah. Okay. So, um, what was that? So here's. Um, we talked about these guys and these uh, sort of mis- misogynists and chauvinists, what have you. You know, we have a lot of guys on here that are of the red pill community, right? Or the manosphere. A lot of guys I respect the hell out of these guys. Most I get along with. Most I respect. You know, I don't respect everybody, but most I do. Uh, here's an incident um, from a guy I actually do have respect for, Sneeko. Is anybody familiar with this guy? Mm-hmm. You don't need to be familiar with him to understand this story. Just know that you know he's a guy that has been in this uh, streaming red pill manosphere space for years since he was a kid, and he ca- sort of catapulted to one of the top guys. Are you familiar with him? Yeah. Okay. So you know everybody knows Tate, uh, you know first and foremost, and then I got my friends Fresh and Fit that do this content, and then there's a you know. They consider Rolo sort of the OG uh, guy in this community. I see Rich Cooper is OG in this space. There's some younger guys, Michael Sartain. There's Justin Waller. Like, there's a bunch of awesome guys that do this kind of content, right? Donovan Sharp, everyone that, that kind of does this. Uh, but Sneeko's sort of like the young up-and-comer guy, mm-hmm. or he was. Uh, but he's been sort of accused of pivoting, grifting, and all that. And I would just say that he's just because he's young and he's evolving. So I'm not friends with Sneeko. I also don't have beef with Sneeko. I see what he's doing. He's been on the show. There's no beef. We're cool. Uh, but I respect, actually, this situation that happened with him the other day. It was a shitty situation. You talked about turning lemons uh, into lemonade. Um, but there's this... Go to the, the... Before we show the clip, the Instagram post about how young boys are being indoctrinated by misogynistic influencers, and we will all pay the price so this is interesting uh we're gonna play this video of what happened by the way pull up that rap lyrics thing that uh thing that you might have pulled it up you might have not you might reference that so here's what happened i think this was at miami at a marlins baseball game we have this uh, sneeko sneeko's what 26 i'm guessing yeah, i don't know mm-hmm. um and when he was on the show that was a year ago so he was maybe 24 25 at the time um here's some um video evidence that he's catching major heat from when a bunch of 12-year-old boys approached him and what they had to say at this baseball game. Go ahead. What did you take? Fuck the woman. Fuck the woman. What? <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, wait, wait, wait. We love women. We love women. We love women. But not, not what transgender... Yes, sir. We love everybody. No, no. All gays are gay. Yeah, 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 Mark, preach. What have I done? Yeah. Okay, I gotcha. So, uh, the kid was wearing a UM shirt. It was at, uh, somewhere in Miami, I'm assuming. I know Sneeko lives here in Miami. Um, here's some of the things I just heard 
these kids say, how old, you have a 14 year old, you have a, how old do you think those kids were? Best guess. Like 14, 12, 11. 10, 12, that, in that age, you have any kids? Yeah, 14, 13, and 10. Okay, so that's around your kid's age. Where's their mom? Here's, here's some of the kids, <laughs> here's some of the things those kids said to Sneeko. Andrew Tate, fuck the women, fuck the gays. I heard some kill something or other. Um, fuck the trans. Um, these are for our friends at YouTube. These were these kids' words, okay? Uh, to which Nico responded, "No, we love the women." Oh, it says all gays should die. It says what? All gays. Should okay, die. all gays. <clears throat> he said, "No, we we love the women. Mm -hmm. We love all okay. people. We love so, all people." Yeah. Okay. No. So it's not like he was like, "Yeah, bro." Yeah. He was like, "Nah, teaching these kids." So what level of responsibility should someone like Sneeko, who's out there telling about intersexual dynamics, men, women, uh, how you should act, how you should not act, what, women, what men should expect in the dating scene, what level of responsibility should someone like Sneeko or any content creator who's in this space that has influence uh, have against or have with 12-year-old boys? Is, is, is this something that he should be held liable for, responsible for? Or is it just kind of come with the territory? What do you think? Um, although I do believe that parents should control what their children are watching, I do think we as content creators have to be mindful that little children are watching us. And I, something that I had to realize, because in the beginning I was very abrasive, um, provocative, which is kind of how I got popular, but I would say stuff like alpha male women are trash. Like I would say stuff like that. Um, but when I started getting popular and younger kids started messaging me, I was like, ah, I got to. You know, my sons are picking up on what I'm saying because they friends showing them and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I was like, I got to, um, I kind of got to tone it down. I can still have the same message, but, you know, if I say stuff like that, then a young, immature mind will take that and, you know, crazy things happen. So I do think as content creators, we have to be mindful that people are paying attention to us. Young, impressionable minds are paying attention to gotcha. us. Gotcha. Dina, what do you think? You have a 14-year-old boy. Uh, is this girl. just... By the way, this is Nico's response. He says, they are children and obviously joking. I don't know if they were joking. Mm -hmm. I, 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 maybe they weren't like actually going to yeah. do anything, but right. this is how I was at 12. But if it sounds egregious to you, blame the LGBTQ flags in their classrooms. Blame the media for emasculating men. It's your fault for forcing an obvious agenda, not these kids. Boys will be boys. Uh, so he like sort of doubled down on what they had to say. You know, he's sort of a young man of principle. He's obviously not a fan of sort of the agenda that we're starting to see out there. Uh, but at the same time, he sort of acknowledges, like, this ain't that real. Uh, Ali, as you see this, what blame do you put on the influencer? What blame do you put on the parents? What, what blame do you put on this agenda, this woke agenda that's kind of in the kids' schools? I mean, I think the, in the moment on video, the way Sneeko handled it, I mean, that's the best really you can do. You have a camera on you. You're like looking at these kids like, where are your parents? Like, yeah. you know, yeah. they're, they're saying all these things, whether you agree with them or not. I think he handled it well there. His message after was probably not necessary. It probably just yeah. dug him a bigger hole. I think the unfortunate part is we, it's not like our day and age when there were so many ways to censor your children's online viewings and what they're doing, and, and mm -hmm. this stuff is available to them. So it does fall a little bit on the parents to 
be aware, and if you hear these type of things through the door in their room they're talking about, and you maybe want to talk with them about, tell me what you understand about that. Like, what does that mean to you? Do you understand what you're saying? Because a lot of times, half these kids don't understand what they're saying. It's just that Tate is trending, and they, they mm. like that, and they want to talk about it, versus understanding actually the things that are coming out of their mouth. So I think that really was in the parents' hands a little bit to kind of be aware of what your children are consuming. And if that was just them popping off one time, or if they truly in their room are you know, saying these things and, and really believing it. But yeah, I think it's, it's, it's unfortunate now. You can't censor it from kids. But what's sad it. is these children are associating those terminologies right. and those things with Sneeko. And I think, I don't have a problem with Sneeko, I don't have any issues with Sneeko. I think his tweet response was yeah. maybe the best tweet response because it's like, oh, it's not me, it's this. I would have left it. I be, think, yeah. you know, you could see he was shocked. That's not what his message was. He wanted to fix, like, the way those kids yeah. were saying those things. And I think that was maybe even a learning experience. You know, when you run into 12-year-olds and they say those things to you, what's your rebuttal to them? Mm -hmm. What are they? What message do you want to give them to walk away with? Like, you know, I said this and Sneeko corrected me and, you know, that's my guy for it. So I think his tweet, I don't agree with his tweet because it was just blaming other people, not taking accountability because at the end of the day, the kids associated those comments yeah. with him. Not the flag, not the gays, he's not gay. You know, they're associating these terrible comments with him. So I think it's just that accountability that you have to be like, I'm not trying to say fuck women and fuck people. He even said like, you love all people. So yeah. you can see that's not his message, mm -hmm. but that tweet response just kind of just like, Bad you know, it just yes. dug him back. Did a video Cara, response. what were you gonna say? Yeah. I don't like to blame nobody, but we are a content creators. We have a big, big responsibility with everything we say, with everything we, how we act, how we think, how we feel. Everybody is looking at our content, and it's very, very important, especially for the kids that are the future of the world, that they are following everybody, you know? And everybody is feel free to mm -hmm. create whatever they want, you know? So it's very important we have this responsibility to create a good content for these kids. We have to protect the kids. So let me give you a different perspective. Uh, I don't have kids. I'd mm. like to have kids someday. And I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying. I'm just, uh, the whole question that we talk about all the time is, should you be more selfish or more selfless? Okay? So you look at some content creators and they're just, Dude, they are going for it all right now. They don't give a shit what they say. They're going to say things that are as inflammatory and as hyperbolic as they want because that gets the eyeballs, that gets the views. And it works for some people, like someone like Zerka. I don't know if you know who that is. Absolute wild man. Yeah. Ab actually smart guy. Yeah. Not an idiot. Yeah. But, but also like an absolute psychopath. I don't like what, I don't like how we, how we act. How you don't like act. how he acts? No, and I've been in a, in a podcast okay. with him. No, and uh, I, you and know I, who else doesn't like how he acts? Probably most women that he runs into, but that's right. not my point. Okay. My point is, as a con you're saying, as a content creator, you're kind of like, you know, you have kids? No. Okay, you have kids, though. Yes. So you felt ramifications of, like, yo, I got a 14-year-old son. Like, right. oh, can I really be saying this kind of stuff? As a content creator, you have to look at it one of two ways. All right, I can be selfish and uh, think short-term versus long-term. All right, dude, I'm going to say some wild-ass shit today because that's what's going to drive the eyeballs. That's where we're at in society. That's, gonna, that's the views, money. All right, cool, I'm going to say some shit. Cool, for the short-term, that might work out well. 
But for the long term, like if you plan on in, being in this game for 10, 20, 50 years, uh, is that really who you want to be known for? Like people say Adam all the time, like, bro, you got to go ham on these bitches. You got to show them. I was like, yeah, it's just not me, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like if some girl disrespects me or I totally disagree, I'll let her know. But I'm, I don't want to look back at a video yeah. 15 years from now and be like, get the fuck out of here, you stupid bitch. Like, that's just not how I act. Yeah. Right? So you have to sort of do what works short term, but also understand that there's a long term game in this. Mm -hmm. And I don't have kids. I'm selfish. Selfish. But also on this, like, the, uh, for the selfless thing, it's like, I got to think, I don't, you think I need to be a good uh, mentor for kids that I don't even know, 12-year-old kids, or you think that's how I like, hey, Adam, watch what you say. There's some 12-year-old watching. Right. The short-term version of me is like, yeah, I don't, I don't really give a shit. But the long-term version is like, yeah, but you might have a 12-year-old one day. You might have kids one day. You actually have a 10-year-old nephew. Like, is this what you want to be doing? So that's the, as a content creator, which we all do podcasts and YouTube, this is, you guys know, and you, you admitted it. You said you used to be way more wild with it, but then you had to kind of scale mm -hmm. it back. But every content creator has their choice. Like, I've made a choice to be like value attainment. I want to deliver value. I want to high, have a high level discussions. I don't want to just like dumb it down to the lowest common denominator and just dunk on chicks and whatever. I want to have discussions where men, women discuss major issues, cultural issues, financial issues, dating issues, high level, like real ass shit, but also not be like, yeah, so on today's show, this is how we operate. It's like, no, we got some fucking fun out here. Yeah. And that's how I kind of operate here. But with the understanding that I'm not solving for short-term views, I'm understanding for building a brand and building a legacy. Right. Right. That's what were you going to say? So I think you made a very valid point, right? So myself as a creator, my rule of thumb is if I can't tell this joke in front of my kid, I'm not going to tell it. Well, that's a horrible perspective. No, no, no. It's, what do you well, mean? Kid Your kid is, is how old? She's 14. I don't know. You know what I mean? So the There's funny thing about that MC is... There's reason it's called MC17, Dina. No, no, no. But this is the funny thing about it. I have a very, um, very close relationship with my daughter, yeah. right? Yeah. And I actually took her very recently to see a stand-up set of mine um, mm. in, a, in a venue, obviously, you know, that was kid-friendly or whatever the case may be. Okay. Um, and on the way over there, I literally told her out loud in the car thinking to myself I was like oh shit I can't tell this one joke mm -hmm. and she heard me say that and she looked at me and she was like mom it's okay I know you have sex I'm here like, what? Yeah. you understand what I'm saying right. so we're not talking about children that are dumb our kids are actually a lot yeah. smarter than what we think that or we perceive Especially them today. to be exactly so it's funny that you bring up like long term or short term. I don't think of it like that. I think of it as my content is me. This is really who I am. I'm not playing a character for likes. There you go. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like if most influencers use that rule of thumb, it mm -hmm. would solve for a lot of these issues. Respect. All right, we got two more stories and then we'll wrap up. So we might have to go quicker. So uh, this is a dating conversation here, but it's uh, going to be pretty interesting. So uh, we all know who Joe Rogan is. Who? Joe Rogan, the biggest podcaster kidding. in the world. Nah, just, uh, Shout out to you, Joe Rogan. Okay. We love you. Uh, you don't need to start you know, kissing Joe Rogan's ass. Let's just have the conversation. <laughs> just saying. We like Joe Rogan. <laughs> Joe, now. we love you. It's like, no, let's just have the conversation. Go, Joe. Go, Joe. Rogan. 
Rogan. Yeah. So <laughs> if you guys don't know who Joe Rogan <laughs> is, he's a podcaster turned comedian. Uh, and apparently he's like super controversial these days, according to women. So here's an interesting article. Millennial women are saying that listening to Rogan is a red flag to dating someone. So over half of Gen Z and millennial women think listening to Joe Rogan is a reason not to date someone. So women will obviously judge you. They're going to judge you by your money, your looks, your height, your status, your attitude, your riz. Now they're going to be judging your podcast playlist. <laughs> Pretty interesting. These girls are wild. So a thousand women were surveyed ages 18 to 34 on red flags in a potential partner. 55 said listening to Joe Rogan was a red flag. Uh, brace for impact here. 66% men without hobbies uh, was a red flag. 60% said that if you were an All Lives Matters supporter was a red flag. And the biggest one, here it is, 76% said if you're a MAGA person, that is a red flag. And oh a red hat for that God. matter. Did they cite their source? So, uh, what was that? Did they cite their source? They cite the, they, did they cite their source? Yeah, I mean, where did they... Pull up the article here. Where did they... While Malik's doing that, doing our research... It seems a little... Um, let's have a conversation, ladies. Of those... Ready? Uh, listening to Joe Rogan, men without hobbies, being an all-lives matter advocate, or being a MAGA... Friend of MAGA, let's say... What is the biggest red flag out of those four options? Can you read them again? Nat, who doesn't listen, wants me to read those four options again. Sorry. Rogan, MAGA, no hobbies, all lives matter. What's the biggest red flag? No Go ahead. Out of those four. Don't call me. Call the next person. I'm not a good one for this one. Why not? Because I don't know which one. I would say no. What? Is, hold on. No, 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 no. That's not how I operate. I never go to the next one. I stay real right here and I make it real awkward. What is the biggest red flag for you out of those four things? The no hobbies one. No hobbies. Yeah. Gotcha. So just a boring ass dude. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is listening to Joe Rogan a red flag? No. You can listen to whatever you want. Is being a MAGA guy a red flag? No. It's not? Okay. What about um, on All Lives Matter? Uh, no. No, not at all. Okay. Caro, what's the biggest red flag here? Listening to Joe Rogan, MAGA, Men Without Hobbies, All Lives Matter. What's the biggest red flag? No. What is the third one? No hobbies. No hobbies? Hobbies, yeah. like you don't do Yeah, no fun. hobbies because we have passions. Okay. If you don't have passion in your life... What's the point to live? All right. So yeah. would you date someone who listened to Joe Rogan? I don't know this guy. You don't know <laughs> Joe Rogan? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know this guy. Red flag. I love can it. We show, can we, that's a red flag. Why? Show a picture. Why? Uh, would you date, a, guy, would you date a MAGA guy? Say it again? Would you date a MAGA guy? I don't know what is that. I got to leave the uh, show. <laughs> <laughs> no. You don't know who Joe Rogan is? No. I think if you show her a picture, that, that look, guy? that guy. No, I don't know that guy. I what am, fucking world are we living Adam, in, Kato, that you haven't even, you don't even recognize his face? I am not from here. 
But you've been here. Yeah, but I don't yeah, know. I'm not from, guy. I'm not from motherfucking Puerto Rico. I, choose, I know who fucking a bad choose, bunny is. I choose the content I consume. I don't have to consume the content you consume, Adam. Okay, do you know it's who okay? Donald Trump is? Yeah, of course. Yeah, why? Do you, well, you're not from here. How do you know who that is? MAGA. Oh, my no. Do you know who is Joe Dispenza? Who? Joe Dispenza? Yeah. Joe Dispenza. No, you, you know Joe who Dispenza? is Joe Dispenza? Can the, you talk the, to the Colombian president? No, no, no. no talk no. to me about Joe Dispenza. The you Colombian know? president? Uh, you see? We don't know the same people. But is it yet. the Colombian president? We don't know the no. same people. Who is it? He's like a holistic teacher. Like he teaches we don't have to You're know You're asking me people. if I know <laughs> some random holistic <laughs> teacher? Of course, because Versus for me it's important. Versus the biggest podcast in the world. It's not important, but for me it's important. The slogan of Donald Trump, who of for course you, you know. For you, the Gato, Gato, is not important. For Gato, me it's important. I'm done getting more gray hairs over these chicks. <laughs> <laughs> You're a sweet, adorable girl. Go look up Joe Rogan and MAGA. Okay. Sorry about that. That's Allie, okay. of these, what's the biggest red flag? Probably the no hobbies. <laughs> See? It's like, okay. I'd be like, what do you do? <laughs> yeah. Got it. What about you, Dina? Um, honestly, before Nat told me why she picked no hobbies, I, um, I was leaning towards the MAGA thing just because it has like the only fan stigma too, right? Like if you're like super heavy on MAGA or whatever, you're this crazy like mm -hmm. like radical like you stormed the capitol on the 6th yeah. like you're one of those people how was that you know? by the way when you so, were at the capitol on january 6th uh, you, know, you crushed it yeah i crushed it i saw you with you the kids you were like, doing it you did like a tuck and roll at one yeah. point that was dope you didn't even see me nice um she was part of the proud girls i like it nice Good shit. um so so, so you were gonna kinda, go magna. i was gonna go magna because of the stigma right because yeah. again it's like the only fans stigma. everyone on only fans is doing so porn. maga is the male equivalent of only fans yeah like <laughs> everyone that thinks that they're like a magna a maga supporter unless you sit there and have a conversation with a person and they express their political views you yeah. think that they're this crazy you're, you're probably individual. you're probably right you know what I mean? There's something it's there. It's like the extreme. Yeah. But yeah. there's going to be some MAGA supporters. Out there like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe in America first, and now you're calling me right. a sex worker. No, no, no. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. No, just that's mean, like, how the, they're going to take it. The extreme stigma behind yeah. anyway, it. Anyway, to the MAGA community, I apologize. We're friends. <laughs> yes. I, I have no problem. You know, there's a lot of the policies from Donald Trump, who was a president at one point. He may be again. Go Trump. MAGA. Uh, you're not an OnlyFans girl in my book. <laughs> Nat, what's the biggest red flag for you? Did you answer that already? Yeah, no hobbies. That's okay. weird to me. That's no Do hobbies. Do something fun. Read a book. Okay. <laughs> so how about this? Just so we're clear here, and then I'm going to get Dre's thing. Great. The no hobbies thing? I know. You have no hobbies. No, stop it. You, you, do, you say that, though. No. I don't think it's a red no. flag. Uh, guys, can I host the show? Oh, red sorry. flag, red flag. Okay. <laughs> it's a cop-out to say this. It's a cop-out. So it's like, I know hobby is easy. If it was just between MAGA, uh -huh. Joe Rogan, uh -huh. or the All Lives Matter advocate, all lives matter. what's the biggest red flag of those say, three? I would say All Lives Matter because you're caught up in that. I think if you're caught up in the All Lives Matter, I think it's, you're distracted. Okay. We That's already right. know that you're MAGA. You compared yeah. them to OnlyFans. <laughs> Ali, this one I think will be difficult for you because the no hobbies thing. No, I mean, what's I the think... Word, what's the red flag out of those three? Probably the All Lives Matter as well, because there's just, like, extremes of things. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you said, with MAGA, you mm -hmm. get 
extremes because that's what they wanted you to see and that's what most of us see but most mm -hmm. people who support Donald Trump aren't the MAGA extreme yeah. um, so I don't want to say MAGA because of that but I'd probably say All Lives Matter okay Kaylin probably saying the All Lives Matter All Lives Matter alright you guys are taking the easy way out No, because so Joe crazy. Rogan is not a red flag whatsoever no green flag no, not, not that all. guy okay. I feel like he's not gotcha. he's pretty balanced I don't think he's like too well yeah. you know what the funny thing about Joe Rogan up until this I had never even heard of him Never even heard of Joe Rogan. Really? <laughs> you and Carol. <laughs> these is jokes. I know. Yeah, these is jokes. Don't cancel me like Russell Brazos jokes. Only jokes. Um, you know, in, in more serious note, you're you're a dating coach, dating expert. I'm not gonna ask you about the Joe Rogan thing. Like that's for girls. What's the biggest red flag that got that you've noticed being a dating coach for women? Meaning mm -hmm. like, watch out for this, gentlemen. Like for instance, start. too many tattoos. Ah. Too, too many tattoos. That uh, tattoos. That today is because I'm a little bit older. So today yeah. it's more of like trendy, mm -hmm. fad. I would say yeah. um, women who are out and about public intoxicated. Mm. Really? Uh, yes, I think it's very not goofy. Honor, not it's not good. Classy. Um, yeah, like guys public will meet drunkenness. Pub public intoxication. I think Man. women who are out. Um, not coherent is mm -hmm. a big f safety risk. Because and if it, they do that once, yes. they're probably doing it often. Yes, and a lot and of that's going to lead to very poor decisions. A, a lot of and guys, horrible yes, behavior. A lot of guys make the mistake of meeting women in clubs and bars and taking them seriously. Mm -hmm. Buddy, I could use your coaching years ago, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> but where do you meet girls then if you don't go out and about? Anywhere. You can, okay. when you go grocery store. It's just so much easier in a bar <laughs> well, we, when they're we, drunk. We met in a club. No. <laughs> 22 oh, dating apps. I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that, you know, if you meet a yeah. woman in a club, it's going to be, you're going to have the relationship from hell, but you have to pay attention to things like, because mm -hmm. a lot of guys, they get with women who go to clubs or they meet their woman mm -hmm. in a club and then want her to stop. Right. Two years you know, two years into it, they wanted to These stop. These girls ain't going to stop. You know, not, not at least until they want to. But yeah. I think, um, for me, that's one of the biggest red flags. Got it. Right. What would you Slap put as number two? Uh, <laughs> drug use. Yeah. Gotcha. Weed included, yes. So party girls, drug girls. Yes. Where would you put, like, super hardcore feminists? Mm. Oh, I I ain't want to open that can. I, I would say that's number one. <laughs> so you'd rather have a drunk, drug-using conservative girl than a liberal, sober feminist. That's a hard one. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. That is hard. That's, that's crazy. crazy. Um, <laughs> which one we going with, Drake? <laughs> hey, save a bro right now. <laughs> I, I would take if I, if I had to pick, I would take the feminist. I would take the feminist. You could, okay. you could I mean, you could re-educate you can, you can influence. Them. Put that to a re-education uh, camp. You can influence. It's really hard to get these girls out of people. AA. Mm -hmm. If a woman don't have yeah. like vices like alcohol or yeah. drugs or something, you can pretty much influence most Buddy, people. Buddy, I gotta if you're tell you, you're enough. probably right. Yeah, it's a lot harder. I've tried to do both. Yeah. Try to, you know. Get these party girls to stop partying. It's just in their just, blood, dog. <laughs> they just, they need a dance. They need a drink. Like, they just, I'm from Miami. You got to understand. Like, I'm in the nightlife scene down there. I, Do you like party, Adam? I like to party. Mm. You want to party one time? No, I don't party. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, then maybe you're a good girl. I don't do party. But I will say, like, 
a particular girl that I'm talking to these days, uh, very, like, in one sense, she doesn't, like, know. Because she's sort of younger. She's in her early 20s, mid-20s, 24. Uh, she don't even know what she don't know. So on one hand, she's like, I don't want to work, uh, and I just want to stay home, and I want the man to take everything, and, you know, I just want to be pretty. I'm like, cool, I'm used to that. But at the same time, the patriarchy is the reason that, you know, and I'm like, you can't have it both ways, baby. Like, you can't be want this traditional lifestyle, but then also hate on uh, the traditional lifestyle. Mm -hmm. It's very interesting. But here's all you have to do. You ask them questions. You never say, why, you're wrong about this. Just say, well, why do you think this? What do you think this stemmed from? How did that happen? And as you uncover, unco they, they trip over themselves with the answers. And then they, they slowly begin to be like, huh, maybe I have been fed a bowl of lies with all this. It's like, you deserve, women deserve to work. Women deserve equal pay. Women deserve all this. I'm like, well, why don't you want to work? Yeah, because I just want to stay home all day and take care of the kids. Well, I think that the men should take care of the kids while the women work. Don't you? Don't you? What do you think about that? No, no. The, the woman needs to stay home and the man needs to work. I'm like, interesting that you're basically saying exactly what I'm saying, but you had to come to your own conclusion. So I actually agree with you. That'd be easier to do. Last story of the day. Um, there's a couple quick videos here. Uh, and thanks to the production team for, for sticking around, because we're probably not going to be doing a show or two next week. So this is, this is what we got. Um, this whole conversation these days about believe all women. Uh, should we start believing all men? I would no. have I, I don't know. I Just posing a question. <laughs> okay. So, um, you know, the Me Too movement uh, came out 2017. Harvey Weinstein, total scumbag used his power in Hollywood to basically influence women because he's a creepy, disgusting dude and used his power and money and influence to get women to do certain things. But we've been starting to see sort of some, some cracks in the vase, in the facade of what's going on here. And if I learned anything from Candace Owens, who was on the show, what was that, a week ago? A week ago. Everything kind of equilibrium bal balances out. When things get a little too extreme, you know, they come back to terms over here. Come back here. That's why, you know, politically we're bipolar in this country. Every four to eight years we vote for the guy on the right versus the guy on the left. I, I would say the exact same thing is happening um, in sexual dynamics. The, the men have had, you know, the patriarchy, so to speak, more of a dominant force over women forever. Feminism rose, rightfully so. Voting, we get it. Equal rights, we get it. Totally makes sense. And now it's become so extreme with the matriarchy, believe all women, women can do no wrong, men ain't shit, girls are boss babes, the future is female. And like, where does that leave men as like loser, misogynist, incel? Like, which, where, where do men feel? Like, if you see the Barbie movie these days, men are like the biggest pussies on the planet. So the equilibrium is sort of playing out. And now there's videos out there of women being exposed for their lies. And I've got news for you before you watch this video. You know who lies? Everyone. Mm -hmm. Men and women. You know who's also good people? Everyone. There's good yeah. men and bad men. And there's great women and there's shitty women. Uh, 
people are people. It's not like yep. all women are believable and all men suck. It's like, no, you have to judge a person by how they act, mm -hmm. yep. not by their sexual orientation, not by their gender, not by their religion. Like you just judge a person by the motherfucking person. Yeah. But at the same time, we gotta call out some shit that goes down. So here are two videos that sort of justify what I'm talking about right now. So we all know about the Amber Heard thing um, when she was basically had to pay $8 million for defamation, Johnny Depp. She was a liar. There's an article on that, Malik. That trial was fun. That trial was crazy. <laughs> so we remember that. Okay. Therapist says that Amber Heard had been lying her whole life. Voila. She's a narcissist actress, okay? And she has a way, uh, narcissism is a way of life for this actress. Oh my God, poor girl. Turns out she was lying. Turns out she's Amber Turd and she has to pay $8 million to Johnny Depp. Turns out Johnny Depp was a drunken sailor, but not a abuser. Turns out, okay? Um, but here's a couple other videos. Um, as, as he's loading up the videos, we just saw that this Lauren Boebert was accused of lying. She's the congresswoman. That's the whole thing. This has nothing to do with sexualization, even though she was getting felt up and stuff in Denver during a Beetlejuice play. We won't uh, go down that path, but it turned out that she, too, was lying. She was accused of uh, taking selfies and vaping. She denied it. She goes, no, it was the fog machine. And then a video played of her, like, hitting the vape, like, Liar. But here's some other liars and some wild ass shit that some women have done. Here's a, here's a woman getting uh, arrested by the police for drunken driving. Okay. Um, and here she is. Let's play it on 2x speed and we're going to pop around a little bit. I'm asking One and questions, a half. you answer. You don't know me like that. 26 at course, it's a female. All right, step up. A white step female. Out. Can you stop pulling me like that? Nope. Do you have anything in your pockets? Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, I don't know. You want to take me? <clears throat> Touch me real quick. It made you feel intervised. All right, stop. How much you have to drink there? Two doubles. Two doubles of what? Patron. Okay. So that means four tequilas. So you are drunk. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it about the two. Stay in the car. Okay, I understand. Just get in the car. I, get okay. your leg in the car. Listen, handsome man. Get your leg in the car. Oh, handsome man? That is sexual harassment. Get your foot in the car. Just stop. What is your name? Grace. Grace what? Okay. G-R-A. Fast forward. She ends up in jail. Go a little bit. He's taking no her. She's like, I'm so drunk, she peed in the car. Sorry, pissed oh, in your car. Sorry, I pissed in your car. Right. You can have it. Damn, I, can't I couldn't hold it. I couldn't you hold it. Try me. Stay okay. in the blue box. No, hold on. Stay in the blue box. You, you wanna taste me? No. Do it. Stay in the I blue like box. Like she likes to get tased. Stay in the blue box, Grace. Don't. Stay in the blue box. Step back. You can touch Step back. Guys, you, you see that? You can me. touch me. Like Guys, here's where it gets good, though. Listen up. You don't want to break me! Stop! You don't want to break me! Stop! Stop trying to break me! Get in the don't car. Don't put me in the car. Grace? Don't put me in the car. I want to strip outside the car. I want to strip outside the car. Don't put me in the car. Please don't put me in the car. No, 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 no
Okay, stop it. So you saw the last thing she said. They're gonna rape me! They rape me! Ah! So she was drunk. She got pulled over by the police. That's a DUI. She sexually harassed a handsome cop, right? He was gonna tase her if she acted sometimes. She liked it, she's all about it. And as a last resort, she's claiming rape. Uh, guilty. Liar. Yes? 100 Absolutely. Any disagreements here? No. Call maybe me crazy, tell me I'm taking crazy pills. <laughs> Got it. So we're saying, you know, look, maybe some women do lie. Maybe some women will get drunk, piss in a car, and claim rape. Got it. But you know, you might be saying, bro, that's one instance of some random girl in Ohio. Famous women don't do this shit. Well, let's take a look at this girl. So there's a lady called, uh, famous Instagram influencer rapper called Lady SB. Is that her name? SB. 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 Okay. Not STD. SB. SB. Gotcha. So she's a famous Instagram influencer rapper where she admitted straight up that her boyfriend pissed her off, did something, so she called Child Protective Services on her ex saying uh, all sorts of wild shit. You got that clip? Here it is. Child Services on this one. <laughs> I, called, I called Child Services on my ex because he pissed me off. And then I was like, yeah, I'm done with this person, whatever. Like, you know, cheater, what? fucking piece of shit, lizable, dumb shit. Do you have kids? I called Child Services on his ass wow. and I like fabricated everything and like censored things and they, fabricated like, everything and, like, there was a whole process like what? i don't even know if the children's aid worker still visits them but she probably does because what i said like the way i ai that shit you know like real ai shit like fake bruises type shit. fake bruises <laughs> yeah. yeah pretty All right, crazy. the guy interviewing you can't even show his face do you have the instagram clip that i sent you so then she was also on um adam 22's podcast um and she got called out for her behavior uh let's roll that clip no, it was a PR. It was a. It was something my PR That's team That's the same girl with say. a different hair color. Bigger piece of shit. How? I told <laughs> him not to, to include it. He knew. It made and he said the editor put it out. Already was like the baby piece of shit, and I'm like, she gonna tell the real. She gonna come up in here, and then she like, yeah, no, it was just a PR move. Why play like that? Do you know there's shit like that that is really going on? Yeah, but that shit's really happening, and we got your I ass over here playing patty were cake, off. patty cake, baker's men. With who? Cool. Oh, Let's leave it there. Look so her. here we go, guys. Am I saying all women lie? No. Am I saying that all men act a certain type of way? No. But there's some cracks in the facade out here of believe all women, and like we've talked about at the beginning of the show. Internet is undefeated. You say some shit online, or if there's a camera, people are going to find out. So I see you nodding your head this whole time. I'm you're disgusted. You're a woman. You're a beautiful <laughs> woman, but you're disgusted. I am. I'm disgusted. Because it's disgusting. Like, how are you, again, as an influencer, right? We just spoke about the shadow that we cast. We mm -hmm. just spoke about the responsibility that we all have as creators. How are you going to say something and put the idea of doing something like that to a man, to any man, um, in millions of little girls or millions of women's heads as a PR stunt, and it's not even true? Like, that's wild to me. Because you're willing to destroy who knows how many different families, how many different men, mm -hmm. 
to be Instagram famous because I don't even know who the fuck she is. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I don't know that's, who she is. That's here's my question for the wild ladies. to me. So we talked about the misogynist, the red pill, the this talking shit about women. It's like, why do you think those guys are making this type of content? Because you think this type of situations are few and far between. The whole premise of the red pill community, whether you know about them or not, is to educate men that women ain't exactly just sugar and spice and everything nice. They will do some shit. Okay? They are not just, they might, I say this all the time, they look good, but do not fall in love with your eyes because behind the beautiful facade is a girl that will do whatever she wants to do to help her life. So, but why do men go for women like that? I think I, as a I'm man, like, you should be like walking red flag. Like you would see a woman carry herself like that, speak like that, do like say things like that. You should know. I would hope a man with instinct would know. Like, not a good idea. She's probably gonna fuck up my life. She's probably <laughs> gonna do some bad shit to me if I do some bad shit to her. So as much as it's her fault, it's also men's fault for allowing women to take advantage of them in a way. Why is it men's fault? Because men need to put their foot down. Men need to create a standard with their women. Men need to tell them no when no is no, and then make a difference and a change from that. But to have women walk around with this sense of entitlement, speak to men a certain way, behave a certain way, dress a certain way like that, provocative, and it's like, oh, men need to take care of me because, you know, I, I'm money. Like, what, why, would some, a man, why would a man with value want that? I hear you, loud and clear. Believe me, because I believe in personal responsibility and personal accountability and personal finance and self-esteem, meaning like all the root words, root words and all that is is, it's on you, dog. For sure. But we are up against headwinds of the boss babe movement, believe all women, the Me Too movement, men ain't shit movement. So we're fighting. We're punching air out here. Yeah. And, you know, you're in this battle 100 percent. So I meet so many women in South Beach. In Miami, they're like, if you ain't shit, motherfucker, yeah. It's like, no, you ain't shit, bitch. <laughs> but, like, that's not, in their mind, they're like, you fuck you, that. Like, that's just culture right, today. Right. You must run into this type of stuff, no? Uh, yeah, but I, I, I kind of agree with her. Um, we have to make better decisions as men. Like, yeah, you can, she's 100% a dirtbag for that, but you chose, like, you decided to lay with a dirtbag. Like, you yeah. decided to lay with a woman who drinks or smokes weed or, mm-hmm. um, you know, parties, you, that's a choice. Like, and I think that men should value themselves more, you know. But the problem is, and I'm being devil's advocate here, most men who are, let's just say, 30, mm-hmm. also party and drink and smoke mm-hmm. and want to get laid. Sure. And go to the club. Yeah, right. So, you know, they say it takes two to tango. Saying. So, I agree that it's men of you lay down When you lay down with dogs, you get fleas. And I've been in that lifestyle before, partying, drinking, hooking up. And I got what came with that. Yeah. Simple. And when I stopped doing that, I stopped getting what comes with a fast life. Gotcha. And so, I'm not saying that men shouldn't want to hook up or party, but... Mm-hmm. You have to value yourself more, excuse me, you have to value yourself more than just letting any old type of woman come into your space. If you look at all of this stuff that's happening with all of these guys, yeah. the women who are who accusing them have all all sketchy passes, sex workers, all type of shit. And it's like, like I said in the beginning, if if a woman will sell herself, you don't think she'll yeah. sell you? Yeah, when dude, it's time to... You're so right. I remember this one time. 
uh, I ran into a buddy I hadn't seen in a while, right? And I'm like, what's up, man? How you been? He's like, oh, things are good. They're all right. I'm like, you don't seem your normal chip herself, bro. Like, you used to be like the man. Whenever he's like, I'm just dealing with some shit with my girl, bro. Like, we've been together for a few years, man. I'm like, oh, what's going on, dude? You good? He's like, yeah, man. She just, you know, I caught her cheating, dude. And, you know, I think she stole some money from me. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. It's just kind of fucked up, dude. I'm just dealing with some shit. I'm like, dude, I'm so sorry, man. Like, how long you guys been together? He's like, oh, it's been a few years, man. I was thinking about getting engaged and just, I'm kind of fucked up right now. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, well, what does she do? Oh, she's a stripper. <laughs> See? Buddy! <laughs> what do you Yeah. I'm oh, not saying that God. all strippers act like that. I am. But don't be shocked. <laughs> I am. Don't be shocked when the stripper fucks some other random dude and steals your money. Like, how are you like, I didn't see this coming, bro. <laughs> we all did, homie. I get that a lot. Open too. your eyes. This I get that been, a lot. Yeah? I get been, that a lot. Uh, guys like, oh, well, what do you think? She's a stripper. And I'm like, if, 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 and I'm not trying to throw shade at nobody, but it is, just is what it is. If, yeah. if she would show her body and let a guy touch on her for dollar bills, right? Yeah. What you think going to happen when one of them tricks come in there? Mm-hmm. Say, I got $1,000 for you. I got yeah. $500 for you. I got $200 for you. You think she's going to turn that down? She already yeah. doing the most for the least. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. You have to think. And then you blow up one day, right? And you start speaking about vaccines and COVID and stuff like that. And uh-huh. so somebody reach out and say, hey, I got $5,000 if you can. What do you think she's going to do? Yeah. So She's going to flip. Yeah, I, 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 I see that a lot. Again, so guys. I think what you're saying is, gentlemen, make better be decisions. very careful with who you let in your house. Yeah, in your bed. Be careful, gentlemen. Anyway, we're at the end of the show, guys. Um, I'm glad that we popped your podcast first, Cherry. Yay! I thought you were lovely. This is, uh, this is what we call the happy ending when everyone can take 30 seconds to say their highlight, what they. Um, oh, sorry. We have Just, super chats. We got super chats. Why did you say it then? I did. No, I did you say said it. this. I said, we have super chats. We have super chats. You're like, South, we have super chats. Yeah, I did. We have Use super chats. <laughs> Go ahead. <clears throat> so we'll start with the first one. Uh, Afi Kingdom, International King Afi, my brother, King Dre. Uh, then we have Crush My Nuts back again. Good to see you, Natalia. Please kick Adam in my ball in the balls. No, I would never do How that. How much did he pay for that? <laughs> $2. How long? $2. Don't read that shit. We're not, <laughs> we're, do not read another super chat moving forward. Unless it's $5. Okay, deal. We're done reading $2. Like, I don't give a shit. Okay, got it. $2, you're not getting your shit read. Sorry. Got Especially it. if you're saying to kick me in the nuts. I fuck thought it was kicking him in the balls. <laughs> Whatever it is. He says kick him in the balls. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> then we have Ashteno Elias uh, praying for the Cowboy fans right now. Uh, then we have uh, Chris. Nobody really respects a woman on OnlyFans. Cut the crap, ladies. It's the same as a man who gets inheritance. Zero effect equals zero respect. Uh, then we have B and Cheek. Shout out to you. Shout I out see to you. My guy with uh, the two girls in the jacuzzi. I saw that, buddy. What? Yeah. Just, <laughs> then we saying. have. He says, due to false accu- accusations made on innocent men, should the women making accusations be put in prison for the crime they've accused the man of? Sub sauce. Uh, then we have uh, they should be held accountable. They should be held accountable. Just because, like, men are held okay. accountable. Right. Anyone who does some wild-ass illegal shit mm-hmm. should be held accountable. It should not be based on your gender, your color, your religion, your ideology. You did some wild-ass shit. You should be held accountable. Yes. 
Uh, then we have well-rounded Leo. I don't know if Russell is guilty or innocent, but if going to speak out, making sure your closet is clean. Then we have beating cheeks again. Thanks to the new wave of feminism, we're living in a matriar matriarchal society. Women scream vile accusations and cry oppression. Is this, is any of this a lie? Uh, then we have Joseph, Joseph Sleepy Biden. Value team and when it comes to athletes, never <laughs> gives uh, enough credit to one of the best athletes of all time, Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, then we have Bean Cheeks again. I feel bad for Ali's kids. Hope they learn self-defense growing up when, if they get bullied. Also, Candace um, on Adam, uh, she would do justice. And then let me see if we have any more. Candace Owen? Yeah, yeah she Owens, said yes. uh, that she's going to come on the show yes. next time she's here. Awesome. That's That'll it for fun. chats. Thank you guys for Super Chats Thank you chats guys today. for the Super Chats. Let's get to the happy ending. Yay. Uh, and we'll wrap up, and then we'll go enjoy the weekend. Is today Thursday? Today's Thursday. Thursday. Oh, shit. Okay. Let's Friday. start with the Virgin to the podcast game. Uh, what was your biggest <laughs> highlight of the show, and where can people find you? Definitely those videos of those crazy girls acting wild. Um, the accountability part mm -hmm. for the women. They need to be held accountable for those things. Okay. Ratchets. Well, good. And where can people find you? Where can people find me? Yeah. Instagram is my biggest. TikTok or um, What's YouTube. What's the name of your so, account? Um, just my first and last name, Kaylin Cambio. There it is. Awesome. Caro, my lovely friend. We always get into an argument, but always have a happy ending. She's, <laughs> she loves Joe Rogan. She's a big MAGA. She's going to be at the Capitol for next January 6th. Uh, what was your biggest takeaway and where can people find you? I love the part where we talk about the big responsibility we have, like a content creators with the kids. Uh, I am agree with you when you say everybody is doing content for get followers and likes, mm -hmm. but we have to leave a legacy in the world. So think about your legacy and if you want to follow my legacy, my Instagram and all my social media is Caro del Rio. C-A-R-O-D-E-L-R-I-O-O-O. -O. There she go, go, go. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Dina, I think you crushed yes. it today. I Thank think you, you dominated it, um, especially because you're a mother. Well, you're yeah. both mothers, so mm -hmm. I think that's great. Um, Dina, what What's was up? your biggest takeaway? Where do people find you? Uh, my biggest takeaway... Um, I feel like I say the same thing every single time. Um, I'm looking for a man. He's in my dreams. and have him holler. Uh, no, no, no. Oh, Actually, you know what? I'm taking a break okay. from looking for a man. Okay. I'm focusing on my comedy. Things are, things are moving yeah. pretty fast, so I'm trying to focus on the, on the fruits of my labor right now. Um, also, I think my biggest takeaway, again, in general, is just the fact that we're so naive to, to the influence that we do have. Like, not just as, as influencers too, but just as human beings. Like, you could fuck up somebody's life with just a sentence. You know what I mean? Well, I, I think, think a lot of people make the joke, like, you ever heard of like, fuck up my life, yeah. take my money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, those, those, those manifest yeah, yeah. into yeah, real yeah. life. And it's, it's happening, it's happening Damn. every day. On the internet Where and can people life, find right? you? Um, so I actually have a show tomorrow in Hollywood. Um, I have another show next Wednesday at the Miami Improv. Um, nice. We have a calendar coming out. Myself, two blunt, two girls, one blunt girls are yeah. going to be on it too for uh, breast cancer awareness next month. A whole okay. bunch of other comedians. We're doing shows all over town all month for that. Um, you guys can follow me on Instagram and TikTok. My name is d.nu3hs. And on YouTube, it's just dot and you three H's cruise, which is a lot of H's. Yeah, so. great work. I know. Okay, 
Uh, last but not least, Ali, before we go to Hi. King Dre, it's great to have you back. Thank you so much. You're always in the news. Um, I will say, uh, applaud you. And Chris? Steven. Steven? <laughs> I gave him a fake name. I, I wanted you to go with it. I know Steve. Uh, he's always here by your side. Always. And uh, I respect the hell out of that. So respect to you, bro. Anytime you do a show, he don't let his wife travel uh, unescorted. Good. So. Uh, you're controversial, but at the same time, you're lovely and you're respectful. And um, I'm a fan, not an only fan, not a subscriber, <laughs> but I'm a fan of, of your viewpoints. Um, what was your biggest takeaway and where could people find you? Um, you could find me at alleyray.io. That usually has all of my links. Um, but I think my biggest takeaway was just seeing, like you said, the women on here. It's really unfortunate that's what really gives a bad name. And I think I loved your point about male personal accountability because whether it's male or female, we all have accountability to what we choose to engage in and get involved with and what type of outcomes that could be. And so I think, I think a lot of men know going in, this, this might get dicey. I feel like there should be some accountability there. Red flagginess. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. She, right. she gave a lot of red flags. Well, thank you for coming back on. It's been a while. Thank you very much and come for back again me. soon. King Dre. Dude, I gotta tell you, you could just you just like cool, dog. Yeah. Just, chill, just chill, man. I don't okay. get too excited, baby. I've been there, done that. I got some kids. Motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> out here. You got that laid back riz. I don't have that riz. I wish I had that. I'm like, what's up, bitch? Like, yeah, no. that's your riz. But you know. Thanks for playing on, brother. What was your Pretty biggest takeaway? Um, Where can people find you? I would say if if you look at everything that happened with all of the guys that we talked about, it's one common thing and I like I tell my audience the quality of your life is directly dictated by the quality of women that you choose to entertain so you know value yourself and be mindful of the company that you keep um, you can find me on all social media platforms at King Dreism K-I-N-G-D-R-E-I-S-M and Spotify Apple or whatever else podcast <laughs> whatever else. Uh, <laughs> the Captain Saver Bro Show Captain Saver Bro Show, show yes. Respect uh, well, thank you for being here, bro. Sure, appreciate um, it. Nat? Yes. This is your grand finale before grand I wrap finale. up. Well, thank you. What do you, you want to say to the people out there? You yeah. missed, people missed you last week. I know, I saw the L's. I know you guys people, missed me. People had a lot of things going on. Yes, no, well, today was great. Thank you guys for, you know, taking the time and spending some time with us. I think it's important that we talk about, um, you know, where faults of men and women come in. And, you know, there's a lot of diversity um, so that means yeah. that we need to have a lot of conversation. So having a platform like this to have conversation and talk about different perspectives is important. So thank you guys for taking the time to share some of your perspectives. And um, as Sauce says, uh, men and women lie. <laughs> <laughs> we all lie. Uh, all right, before we wrap up, Malik, Malik wanted to say a few things. He was super quiet today. Yes. He's usually yelling at women, cracking all sorts of wild-ass <laughs> jokes. He's usually just like, hold, you know, Today he was very quiet, but I'm usually, he's very rambunctious. Malik, what do you want to say? Uh, yeah, so um, first off, like, with the whole, like, you want to build your platform on the internet, like, I think, yeah, you should always, like, think about the kids and everything mm -hmm. you do. Because, like, you might, you want thousands and eventually millions of followers, and there's no way, like, all of those are going to be over, like, the appropriate age to consume your content. Right. So you got to also, like, put that in mind. But, uh. The biggest takeaway for me was uh, the whole thing about all these women lying on these men for whatever gain that it is or just to ruin their lives. It's kind of like these women are ruining the credibility for other women who actually go through these situations, who are actually victims of things that are going on. And it ruins the credibility of future victims because 
this stuff isn't going to just stop by tomorrow. So like, you got to really think about that before you decide to make some lie because next thing you know, because you made this giant lie and ruined somebody's life, now the next person, when they go out and tell the truth, they won't be believed and it, it, they just won't get justice for the situation. The boy who cried wolf or the girl who cried wolf? Good job, Malik. There it is. Malik just... That was great, Malik. Malik's been just holding that. that in all day. Well, thank you. Uh, there it is. Anyway, thank you to our awesome panel, to King Dre, to Ali, to all the lovely ladies for being here. We took a podcast virginity today. Uh, you know, we tend to do that from time to time. Uh, and shout out to our amazing team here that helps all this happen. Malik, Deli, my amigo de Venezuela, Jorgito Gonzalez. That's my motherfucker right there. Thank you guys for staying late. Uh, and our friend John Human's in the house. He's new, he's here, he's over-delivering, under-promise and over-deliver. And then, last but not least, mi amigo, Humberto, <laughs> the guy that's going to make sure these clips go out on time. Your Spanish uh, is, is going better. My Spanish is getting good. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Yo conozco Joe Rogan. Muy bien. <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you guys for listening. We do this every Tuesday and Thursday. Stay tuned for the next one. We'll see you next week. Yay. We out. It's the sauce cast, baby. Yeah.